0: Vigilante Wizard here on the 59th episode of the Culture Crime Fighters. 59, man.
1: Fuck yeah, 59. Should be 60. We'll get to, yeah.
0: But we'll get there. And then we'll, I mean, we'll get to the 100th episode, man. We're like oh, closer God. to 100 than we are
1: zero. That's true. That's true. How's it going, bitch? It's
0: going. It's going.
1: As Good. it always is good no pun
0: oh yeah because i opened with a pun uh pre-show uh yeah i couldn't puns. think of one i hate puns oh puns. Uh, puns are so great i like they bad jokes though. suck because <laughs> bad jokes are sometimes so bad and that's what makes them funny
1: uh no i don't think it's funny <laughs> oh, man. i saw i saw a pun today on nine gag and it was a um a stick figure drawing and it said help i'm under attack and it was a attack like a pin thing of it it was under attack <laughs> ah, was like, that's
0: so clever
1: i don't think it's clever i don't think that's funny it's, i don't like it you you're
0: too jaded by you know a life of uh it's
1: just lazy boring just nah, it's,
0: it's, it's, the, it's the fun it's wholesome. That's the problem. Uh, everything I know. Has to have,
1: Fuck your wholesome comedy.
0: Everything has to have edge. Listen, I like Ugh. I like
1: edge like everyone
0: else. Sometimes you just want a wholesome moment. Just a, no. You, you know, and now I'm one by playing window, but you know what I mean. Just like a just a fucking wholesome moment that the no. whole family can enjoy. Oh,
1: I don't mind wholesome <laughs> moments. I don't like wholesome comedy. Ah.
0: So what's the what was the comedian back in the day? Didn't curse or something like that. I think Sinbad or maybe someone else. A
1: lot of co- a lot of comedians are clean. Jerry Seinfeld's yeah. clean. Um, yeah. Who's the uh, the Hot Pocket guy? Hot Pocket <laughs> guy. Yeah, you know Jim. Gaffigan. Oh, oh, Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's clean. Sebastian Maniscalco, and those guys make yeah. a lot of money, man. Clean comedy sells. Yeah. See, be a little more wholesome. No, I don't like it. I don't enjoy. I mean, no, I like Gaffigan's funny. Uh, I think Sebastian Maniscalco would be really funny if he changed his delivery. Not that he mm-hmm. needs advice from me, but he just, I just, I think it's so exaggerated that I don't like it. Yeah. just seems so insincere. It's like, the, the material is funny. When other people say it, I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. But when he says it, I'm like, ah, just tone it down. Yeah. Yeah. Aren't you embarrassed? I just don't know what all those affectations are.
0: You know that was a, a kind of like an older time. I think
1: the eighties, nineties,
0: that shit worked. You know what I'm saying?
1: Mm. Oh, it, it certainly it's like, works. That motherfucker sells out arenas.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it, it, it's just that's the thing. It, it's you know, it works. It's the thing.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, hey Vidge, how's it going?
0: It's going. It's going did, the way it's always gone. Like did you
1: hear uh, a big win for uh, for anti woke people? Uh, oh. get, get woke go broke I guess Netflix uh, they got smashed they lost Yay. Uh, oh, oh.
0: what for what what happened uh,
1: I guess they lost 200,000 subs um, mm-hmm. for like I don't know for the first time in the company's history or something like that and mm-hmm. then it uh, I don't know I guess people were like making it out to be some get woke go broke victory <clears throat>
0: But like what? That's what I mean. Like, what was the woke moment that caused the broke moment?
1: There isn't one. I mean, well, what they, I think, what they're saying, what people are suggesting, is that it's cumulative. It's that all this God. uh cumulative wokeness eventually just people got turned off from it. Uh, but I don't.
0: Maybe somewhat, but that's not. A, I wouldn't. That's a reach. You know what I it mean? It is a reach.
1: It is a reach. Unfortunately, I, I kind of. I didn't really jump on board with it right away, but I was like, maybe. But then I realized it actually just has to do with Russia.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh, th- th- are they losing their access to Netflix or something? That's exactly what it is. Oh, geez. Well, then it's less than that. I, I was going to say maybe, you know, the argument to be made is, like I've said, even if people don't necessarily associate woke, they associate bad. And they just say, eh, I don't really like this. We cancel Netflix. You know, that cumulative thing. But, I mean, it's even simpler than that. It's just... Uh, You know, hashtag blame Putin. So, I mean,
1: but I think it really is just has to do with that. They just lost, you know, a giant subscriber base. They're no longer working with them. So for the first time in their company's history, they've lost subs. But I don't think that's going to translate to more like people think of it as a victory. But you know what? Fucking sentient dildo is the one who pointed it out. I hate giving him credit, but he's pointed this out years ago. And I kind of felt like that was true. Um, But he said it's copium
0: absolutely get
1: woke or broke and i think he's right I, I i don't really believe you go broke when you go woke unfortunately
0: i mean listen there are if you make something that is offensive to people you will lose money and when i say offensive i don't necessarily mean like by the sensibilities i mean offending the sense of quality You make something that someone doesn't like they're not gonna consume it or buy it you know that, that has happened You've had, sometimes you know I, but it doesn't always happen depends on the brand depends on how big and strong the brand is that's number one, yeah. uh, but I think of Charlie's Angels and, and Dark Fate, but I don't think those brands are as heavy as something like Star Wars, which clearly can kind of do whatever it wants to make Still money They're can do right? It. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it depends on how strong the brand is and how and great in Marvel too, they can do whatever they want. That's why Disney's has so much power because they have these super strong. Not com- no brand is completely indestructible. You know what I mean but they're still going high i mean you saw that thor trailer did what two, i mean that's if that i didn't see it neither cuz i don't give a shit but oh, so if yeah. get woke go broke why did that get 240 million people you know who watched lady thor you know what i'm saying it didn't do it because get woke go broke it did it because people say marvel thor avenger
1: Yeah, people still, and they still just want things. You know what I mean. Most people don't want to be involved in this culture war. Like you see a lot of cognitive dissonance. A lot of we don't even want to be involved in it. Shit. No, it's true. But I mean, a lot of people have cognitive dissonance about it, where they just are like, "Well, it's both sides," or it's like they just try to create excuses other than it's like a a coordinated agenda. Yeah, Uh, which I get. They just people just don't want to deal with that. Like that's I don't blame them. It's exhausting. Yeah, the most precious resource you have is
0: time. And you can't spend all your time just like, you know, it's interesting for us. It's our thing. But the average normie, you know, they don't pay. They don't focus on anything too intently, man. They just go about their lives, try to get, you know, whatever issues that they get. They got in their lives resolved. Deal with their family, friends. Yeah, have a, have they a they beer, go to sleep,
1: you know? Exactly. Most people are just going to work, come home, want to watch something entertaining. Uh, exactly. I've been watching The Expanse again. There you go. I'm on episode four of season one. I'm just fucking having a blast.
0: I've never checked hard. it out.
1: Oh, it's the greatest show ever made. I mean, I just like for I mean, the, the, the first three exists. seasons. Yeah, I know, but the wire. As much as I do love and respect the wire, it is kind of like going to school. Like it's very, mm. you know what I mean. It, it's it's tough. It's it's you know. It's not like necessarily entertaining. It's not like it's fun to watch.
0: It's certainly, I wouldn't say, use the word fun, but it, it's more like a, I mean, you say going to school, I kind of get where you're going, but like, I think when I think of the wire, I think of like, just the, the level of detail being, it's just like escapism, being in a world. You know what I mean? I'm in this world. In
1: a world.
0: Um, yeah. I'm Your in late 90s. violence
1: ruins everything.
0: <laughs> early 2000s Baltimore, and I'm just there, and there's good police, and it's just, I'm there. And that's kind of the, the draw for me, just being so immersed uh, in this this world. Like, I mean, there's a thousand drug dealer movies and shows, but there's something about the immersive detail of that world that the Wild oh, created that I just don't love.
1: get me wrong. It's a masterpiece, but there's a difference between watching that and Scarface. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like. Scarface is ultimately about the downfall of a drug dealer, but it's fun as fuck to watch because it's just like really exaggerated and heightened, whereas like The Wire is really grounded and real. And it's kind of hard to watch sometimes. You're just like, Jesus Christ, it's so brutal. Wire feels almost like a documentary. It goes back to
0: your point. It does kind of feel like school. I do get it.
1: Yeah. And that's why it's just like when it comes to something like The Expanse. Like, it deals with real stuff, but it's very abstract, and it's really just more entertaining than anything, and it's so much fun, and the detail is so vivid. I mean, it was... God, we just didn't know what we had back then, man. We just didn't yeah. know.
0: Man, I mean, you kind of speaking to a point of, like, escapism as a whole. I think that's why the whole genre thing is such a uh, big deal. Shout-out to uh, the chat. See, uh since Damn. you do it over this you as a, pu- a Pussy, of course. Uh... But like, there's something about. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, you go. That was incredibly adult. Um, there's something about. And actually, I got. I have a 420 story that kind of adulthood oh, and love. weed smoking. Weed. Yeah, weed, I'm. I'm becoming weed. an adult, and I'm starting weed. to like really have. A, uh, I got to make decisions on my weed use going forward. But anyways, as far as escapism, I, you realize like. Grounded only works some of the time, because I love The Wire. I, I think it's one of the best shows ever, whatever. But like, you do need something that's not real about it. You know what I mean? You do need unrealistic. Fa- you need a fantasy. I don't know if that, not necessarily sword and sorcery fantasy, but just that fantasticness about a, a piece of media for it to really hit home. You need enough grounded elements to pull you in, enough fantastic elements to kind of... You know, blow your mind a little bit.
1: At times. I mean, and other times, watching The Wire is terrific and it's a really enjoyable experience and it's brilliant. And Central Dodo points out that it's funny and it is very funny. Yeah,
0: it has comedian, dark comedy, sort of stuff. I wasn't just talking about The Wire. I'm talking about in general for like what people want out of entertainment. You know, people do want that. You don't want it crazy fantasy where nothing's realistic, but it has to be this element of super reality, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I think it's like, you know, they all serve their different purpose, but I I think a big chunk of entertainment should be just pure escapism. It should just be fun. Yeah. Because it's like everything else. That's why I don't watch that real shit anymore, because it's like my life is real. Mm -hmm. I don't really need more of that.
0: Yeah. Seeing somebody else's real life doesn't do anything for me.
1: Like it can at times, well, it does, and it's insightful I, and it's interesting, but it's also draining and it's like yeah. emotionally, in like uh, uh, laborious. Where I'd rather just have a little fun when I turn on the TV.
0: Because I talk about The Wire, but there's a lot of shows in that name in that vein. I didn't watch. I never watched uh, Sons of Anarchy. Just never no, I got into it. No. Never. I know everyone loves it. Never got into Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. I just I didn't like these shows. Sort of. I I got a, a few episodes of Mad Men. But it got old. I didn't really get. It was it was okay, but it was like, eh. That that's kind of more of the. I guess they they're all kind of like more grounded in their own way, and it's just like something about the wire spoke to me. But the re- maybe it was being from Detroit and just seeing the parallels from this this fictionalized Baltimore and Detroit, and or whatever. But like yes, yeah, c- certain grounded things it's like okay, everyone loves it, but
1: I'll I'll pass. The thing about the wire too, though, is like it didn't—it didn't create a childish narrative, or like an easy solution, or some kind of blunt, borderline propaganda, uh, like generalization. Like it showed you what the hell is going on, and it is not a simple thing, and it is really no. complex, and it's just—it's a like a rat's net. Like, uh, what's what's that happen when like all those rats get their tails like all tangled up, tangled up like that? Uh, yeah. It's like it's just so many knots and problems and things that just contribute to each other and it's so hard to fix it. Like you see the the mayor, right? The idealistic mayor and how quickly he makes one mistake, he gets it goes to his head, he fucks his secretary, he doesn't want to ruin his life, so he just starts getting, going along. Like it was that it was that simple, it, you know? And then <laughs> yeah. the guy who, you know, the guy who was like the hope and the future, like just nothing it's like oh now he's just part of the system he's doing the exact same shit with the body count and and yeah. lying about it and bullshitting the stats just to get you know better press it was like wow you didn't fix a fucking thing yeah it's great it, i mean it's so good like the season with the but kids yeah, that, is like unreal oh man that's crazy
0: but the you know what it is it's like there like you said there's no real resolution we want to we do want to cheer and see the good guy get the hero, you know get the girl and win at the end we do yeah. Dude, and if it doesn't happen, even if it's great and excellently well done, there is going to be a bit of sourness. The Wire has—I love it. Still think it's great, but it does have a sourness. So I get it. You
1: know? Yeah, yeah. It's it's a great show. I just—I haven't—I've rewatched it once. Ah, uh, it's time for a rewatch. Honestly, I talk so much shit about it. Maybe we could do like a series. We talk on where we talk about the Wire. Ah, uh-huh. that would be know, interesting. Yeah, just a little limited run or something like that. We watch yeah. a, like three episodes at a time or something. You know, it's yeah. pretty big. You know, it's pretty big on uh, on the YouTube's. Yeah.
0: That is pretty big on the YouTube. That'd be something to do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that's, yeah. that's you, would
1: ideas and stuff? Like a, a companion to the Wire. Yeah, yeah. There there's some, there's that. Um, yeah. So Netflix, dude, fucking big win for us. Yeah. we get it. Now they're they're gonna start making entertainment again, guys. Guess what? <laughs> this culture war is over. We it's won. Right. We won. It's yeah, all right.
0: over forever. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Speaking of culture war, though, fucking Desantis, dude, gloves off with Disney.
0: So I I, I ain't gonna lie, uh, I don't really know exactly. I mean, I've seen obviously the damn. Bill and everything, but what's going on with uh, DeSantis and Disney? Like,
1: a, just something like he's trying to. Um, I oh, know. I think I know what you're talking about. They have a certain status.
0: Yes. That damn that, that park. They have like this special status. He's trying to get rid of it. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah.
1: It says so this article from Bounding says Governor Ron DeSantis and Florida Republicans look to terminate Disney's special tax and governing district in Florida. Ooh. Yeah, because
0: they're basically their own city, that park. He's going Orlando. To an award.
1: Dude. He's going to award. That
0: is pretty heavy. Yeah. I, I, I must not lie. Um, and you know what's interesting in this? You know, we, we joke sometimes about the culture war, but this is kind of a... I don't know if he's going to win. I don't know what's going to happen to him. You know, hope he doesn't have a JFK type day. <laughs> uh, but um, this is kind of a win that you are starting to see, like, okay, somebody's actually... Trying to do something. I mean, you know, I'm a conspiracy theory. That was for the JFK jokes. Could just be a word. But let's let's get that out of there. Uh, just talk about it as, as
1: we Not just, we're everything has to have a cynical conclusion, Vigilante. Uh, but
0: I want to account for it because I am a conspiracy theorist and some people in the chat are. So it's potential, but I'm going to talk about it like what well, we know, uh, okay. and not go that way down that route. It's the big thing for me about this whole culture war st- stuff is normies don't know. I keep saying normies don't know. Normies don't know regular people. They don't understand what's going on. And they still don't. But the more exposure happens, just the fact that he would be willing to potentially go at Disney's tax status when, you know, I don't know how long they've had that status. I'm assuming since they started was that 50, 60 years. That's
1: kind of serious. You know what I'm saying? Pretty fucking serious. And it's like $200 million or some shit they stand to have. Yeah, like, and it's no joke. So a lot of what they say, like, why Disney can get away with making just pure propaganda, like not even kind of entertainment, is because of their parks. Because they make this Mm -hmm. just a fucking mint that they make there, you know? Yeah. So if that's getting fucked with, it's like, I mean, look, that's pretty fucking ballsy, dude. Like... You know, he's the governor of Florida now, but that's not going to be permanent. Like these people, yeah. are the execs and shit at, at Disney, they're they're powerful for a long time. Yeah, and they're it's not like forget this shit.
0: That's what I'm thinking. I mean, they have powerful friends. They have their own power in and of themselves. Mm-hmm. Is you know, I know a lot of people want him to run for president. I don't know how good or bad that's going to go. They also own a lot of media networks. So if you do want to run for president. Say what you will about the mainstream media. There's narrative to, and there's gonna it be some like The you.
1: best strategy to get elected is to be unliked. <laughs> you know well, what I mean? Like, it worked yeah. for Trump.
0: Yeah. Uh, but um, it's ballsy. It's ballsy, and there is a small victory in that it creates more exposure <laughs> for the culture war, for the fact that this shit is going on, for people kind of uh, understanding what's on it. Trinaculous Peace said, since 1967, they've had this status. That's crazy, so, dude. Long ass time.
1: So let's see, before we celebrate, let's see exactly what's going on here. Yeah. So he announced Tuesday that the state legislator will not only be meeting to discuss the state's congressional reappointment plan, but will also look the proposed to eliminate all special districts in Florida prior to 1968. This includes Disney's special tax and governing, governing, they have their own government? Mm-hmm. Bro. They're damn near city-state. That's wild. Yeah,
0: that's they. They a operation. What's it called? I think Celebration, Florida, or is that is a city next to it? Oh. But whatever it is, it's you know, it's its own. They're the government in that, in that fucking uh, park. They are the they're the law. To quote Judge Dredd.
1: I mean, yeah. Look, it sounds like they have their own like water power, fire protection. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Although that would just kind of wouldn't that just make it more expensive for the state
0: it would but i mean they bring in so much tax money on their own just for their existence and then you know there's another park down there universal that exists that makes it a, a tourist trap and it just brings money in you know what i mean so that's why you, you afford them that that sort of uh, well, power
1: says- The reason for its creation was to allow the Walt Disney World company to create Walt Disney World on the on the then remote area whose closest power and water lines were 10 to 15 miles away. Uh, The RCID website explains through the creation and effective operation of the district, Walt Disney was able to turn 38.5 square miles of remote and largely uninhabited pasture and swampland into a world class tourist destination that welcomes millions of visitors every year. So it wasn't just purely malicious.
0: It wasn't, yeah, but it wasn't I mean,
1: power—it was like something that seemed necessary at the time.
0: But you know, this—it never, they never revisit it.
1: You know what I mean? Right. No, that's true. They never do with stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, I'm trying to just see. I still want to see what the repercussions would be. Yeah. It doesn't really say.
0: Hmm. I don't know. I mean, you—you you mentioned earlier that tax hit they would take.
1: I think that's yeah. It's not detailing that here. Well, I just read that somewhere. Mm. Uh, Estimate that the measure would have a recurring impact of fifty-nine point one seven million on Florida's budget. Oh, they, it would actually fuck up Florida's budget too. No, I think it would get them another half billion. Oh, gee, we, we gain that. Okay, I misheard that. Is that? I can't. I'm not sure.
0: Hmm. You might be right.
1: Maybe, I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll have to keep an eye on it. I mean, obviously, they're just talking right now. It's not even really a story.
0: Yeah. So to answer uh, our cynical sense of dildo, which, you know, we appreciate, bro, it's a virtue signal. Disney has 50 lobbyists working Dead there. on arrival. Shit, is dead on that's arrival.
1: dead on arrival. <laughs> oh, shit. That's, that's my young ripper. Ah.
0: <laughs> I, I thought, you know, I thought you were going hillbilly. I didn't know that was a young ripper for sure. <laughs> It wasn't a good one. In any event, again, regardless of what this does, and maybe it is a virtue set, I'm not necessarily arguing with that element, but there is something to be said about, again, increasing the exposure to this. At least people in Florida are going, oh shit, our governor is going at Disney, I wonder why. And, you know, obviously they know with that damn bill, every fucking where,
1: but... I just, you know, it's like, w- with such a comment, like, is anything good in the world? Is there anything yeah. positive? Can we draw any, is there any hope left? Or are we just doomed forever? It's just like, I There I are just no don't clean understand. wins. I feel you know like I, mean? I got, like, a lot of universal response from, like, you guys that were kind of sick of hearing his bitch about woke shit. And I'm sick of bitching about it. And so then we switch it up, be it slightly hopeful, and you're like, oh, it's nothing. It's a virtue signal. It's bullshit. Well, what do you want?
0: <laughs> well, i get both sides i I get both sides because it's like you know what because everybody in, to myself included it's pretty black pill it's pretty like ugh, you know it's all, I'm all
1: yeah i'm sick we're of doom the, yeah, the sky is falling at. i'm done with that i'm sick of that mentality I, I don't think it's productive i think it's it's limiting like we can be honest but we don't have to be so negative either
0: yeah yeah like i said there's a Outside of it, to me, there's a victory and just the more people know that there's an issue with uh, th- this whole, uh, especially when you talk about Disney subversion of subversion of culture. Man, they're trying, they are trying to program our kids. At the end right. of the day, that's that's what the ground, that's the center of all this. We, we toss all the culture war bullshit on top of it, but that they're trying to program our kids. The more people who know Disney is trying to program our kids, the more people who think twice about letting their kids see Disney. That's the victory for me, regardless of if he actually does it or doesn't. And I'm cool. Because there's no clean wins, I'm cool with just taking that as a victory and moving
1: on with my life. Yeah, it's a step in the right direction, man. And I do think there it's, you go. Like, it's a signal flare to like the rest of the country to like pay attention to this shit. Yeah. And I, so- I do think it's like, I do think there's a lot of pushback. I do think there's a potential for it to change. I don't know, but I can't live in that cynical world where it's like, it's all over. It's all doomed. We're done. I just can't do it.
0: You know, I'm gonna highlight it again. I'm gonna agree with the first part even harder. It is a virtue signal, key word being signal, because not everyone knows about this. Yes, we talk about virtue signal all the time, and a lot of times it's doing this bullshit. We we just made fun of it on the, on the right earlier about the Netflix thing. But sometimes the signal is important because you need a signal to know that there's an issue. You have a signal that says danger on, on something to know that it might explode or you might get electrocuted. And so that's what this signal is a signal that's necessary. It's not just a virtue signal for virtue signal sake. It's a signal that's necessary. At least that's, that's my interpretation.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I hope I hope it's a good thing. Like I said, yeah. I, I I just the, the the negativity is just getting me down overall. It's just yeah. hard to live in a world where you're just constantly seeing things, interpreting them negatively, having a negative outcome, and just like it's like, what the fuck's the point of anything? Man? Why are we?
0: You you you'll you'll lose your mind trying to uh and that's kinda of, you know, that's why we, we're kinda of backing off a little bit. We got culture war stuff. We gotta talk about uh I don't know if it's culture war, but, man um tweaking. Fucking Ezra oh, Miller. Yeah,
1: dude, Ezra Miller. But, <laughs> what the hell, man?
0: Man, I you know, I you know what I thought of and I here's something I never thought I would have in the same thought sentence. But DMX and Ezra Miller. Yeah, you you probably have never thought in a billion years you would think those two in the same light. But I remember DMX impersonating an FBI agent.
1: Oh, that's right. And that's the
0: only thing I can compare this to when you're talking about a celebrity just completely losing their shit to an extent that no one can really comprehend.
1: I will say real quick, Tissension Dildo does make a good point. He says, the point is never trust a fucking politician. Fair enough that i can agree with you on that's why it's like oh we'll see where this goes we'll see what happens, yeah you know yeah so yeah fair enough to that point um but yeah dude so <laughs> what don't he's do like drugs James, dog he's like just running wild <laughs> on don't a crime do drugs, spree.
0: Man, i don't know what's going on with him
1: it sounds like more I... the same shit it sounds like he got invited to another house party and freaked the fuck out he attacked a chick with a chair
0: <laughs> what? Oh shit! See, I heard about he had some other shit that was, I heard about because watching of 24's videos, I didn't see the one on the most recent. It was something about him getting arrested. I know a couple almost pressed charges, but they didn't. I'm not sure if the same incident, but he was he did something at a club where he was got into it with somebody. He's yeah, just spazzing about everywhere. Yeah, we talked about that stuff. We talked I about more,
1: all that. And then there I was the house arrest.
0: Like, of this. Yeah, the house arrest. It's a bunch of shit.
1: So, this is so we talked about it a few weeks ago. And we, we did it was and you said like he was on like a crime spree.
0: Yeah,
1: hilarious. But uh, so, following a reported multi week rampage that resulted in their initial arrest of Flash and Fantastic Beast Star, oh, there, look at that because they're using the pronouns uh-huh. because he's uh-huh. like, hey, a big uh, Fantastic Beast Star Ezra Miller has now been arrested for and charged with second degree assault. Sheesh. The second arrest was first reported on April 19th uh, when the official Hawaii Police Department Twitter account, as per their apparent standard operating procedure, tweeted out the announcement that Miller has been, quote, arrested for assault in po power Powah, uh, according to the media release... <laughs> Provided by Hawaiian Police Department, Miller was arrested shortly after 1 a.m. on Tuesday uh, after Puna patrol officers responded to a report of an assault that occurred at a get together at a private residence in the Lilania Estates subdivision of Lower Puna. During the course of their investigation, the release continued. The police determined that the individual, later identified as Ezra Miller, became irate after being asked to leave and reportedly threw a chair, striking a 26 year old female on the forehead, resulting in approximately a half inch cut.
0: All right, Stone Cold Steve Austin, (laughs) hitting people in the head with chairs.
1: (sighs) Jesus. Bro, this guy has lost his mind, man. It's tweaking, man. You think his programming is glitching? Yes, absolutely. I know you talk about conspiracies and shit, but that's
0: absolutely. Okay, for the purposes of keeping the channel up and continuing conversation, we're going to gloss over it, but yes, I absolutely do. Yeah. Either that or he's having okay, if that's not the it the the issue <laughs> the dude has like a major drug issue and it needs to be handled. I it's one or surprised. the other. Or it's both. Or it could be both, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's something. It sounds like he's an addict of some variety. Uh yeah. it sounds like the second like it sounds like the same thing happened. He probably went over to some local's house you know, was invited back from a bar or whatever because he's famous and then probably started acting like an asshole. They asked him mm-hmm. to leave, and then he wouldn't leave. And it's like he did it again. Like he attacked a woman with a fucking chair, dude. Jesus, you could have really hurt that bitch.
0: See, this is why we should have said something when he was choking pregnant women. Everyone, oh, he's all friendly because he looks all soft and shit, but he's
1: yeah. nuts. Because doesn't crazy.
0: matter how soft he is. And, man, what is he on? So I make sure I never do it.
1: I don't and know. The, probably, I, I would I'm, bet a lot of drugs. Usually those Hollywood people are on yeah. like more than one. It's stack. <laughs> like, like What's his name? That dude who died uh, from the Foo Fighters? Oh, yeah. Uh, he had like five drugs in his system or some shit. Really? Yeah. It yeah, was he's crazy. Like his, he was in his 50s to be uh, partying at heart. Yeah. But, what, what's, that, what's, what's that drummer's name? It was
0: a Taylor, and I used to know... It's not Taylor Hawkins, is it? I don't know. It sounds it.
1: like it. Yeah, Taylor I, Hawkins. Taylor Hawkins, okay. Let me see toxicology because it was crazy. It was really 10. 10 substances Sheesh. in his body. Like, oh like were any of them like normal? Like, <laughs> like Advil? <adiprofen>? Yeah, <laughs> like something like that. A
0: NyQuil or something. But I can't it even sa- say that.
1: It says at, like, Marijuana. tricyclic antidepressants, benzos, opioids, Uh among others.
0: Uh Uh-oh. What's even benzos? I don't know. God, I know a lot of people have issues sleeping.
1: Yeah, apparently those are bad. Is that like um, Xanax? Xanax is benzo? (laughs) I don't know. I know
0: benzos are what, uh, again, not not conspiracies allowed. Killed Marilyn Monroe.
1: I didn't Um, say no conspiracies allowed.
0: Well, you know what? Part of me wants to get off. I like, I like talking about it sometimes where like, this is the focus subject. But if I saw, you start to sound like a, I do sound like a crazy person, but you start to sound like a crazy person. With every fucking thing, even if it's mm-hmm. true, links to it. you got to still talk about some subjects at face value. That was the phrase i was trying to get to earlier. <laughs> that's
1: messed it up. Yeah. Yeah. Man. That's messed up. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Tyson. Yeah. Um, yeah, wild though, wild story, man. This is uh, this guy is just on a crime spree. I don't know. He he won't stop, and like there doesn't seem to be any kind of significant repercussions for him.
0: The, the law don't apply. Law doesn't apply.
1: Wild. So wacky yeah. stuff. Wild wacky stuff out there. Yeah. So Ezra Miller's crazy. Yeah. Let's you hear your what? 420 it, story.
0: Yeah, let's let we'll keep the segways going. We're talking about. A guy who has uh issues with substance abuse, clearly, or something. Know. And now we can go into, you know, smoking weed is an adult. That's really the the overall thing. Cause I hadn't smoked I've smoked a couple of times since I've been here, but like just one off times. And so I finally made a purchase. And so and I hadn't really smoked in almost three weeks, almost a month on a regular basis. So I realized a few things. I'm like, you know what? I did have some clarity without smoking that I don't have. I did have, like, I'm not saying I'm about to stop forever. I also like the smell. You realize, oh, shit, that's so noticeable. You get nah. nose blind when you're like a, a complete piehead, but sure. you're just like, oh, my God, this is so noticeable and annoying, right? It's like, oh, I get, I get it now. You start to get why, you know, habits aren't supposed to... S- to you, you're supposed to stop things at a certain point if you if you pick them up, but then at the same time, I don't like being high. That is a it's a fun thing. I end up and I talked about credit card debt on the episode. That's actually for the Patreon, which we hopefully get up later. Um, if you were tuning in last night, um, yeah, I, I uh, shit, I lost my train of thought because of
1: ah, pothead. It's, it's, <laughs> I think so, like I also think being like soaked in a substance all the time, people kind of take you less seriously as a person.
0: Yeah, and then I feel as my brain function, as I just displayed, isn't up to snuff. I realize I take myself less seriously, and I need to. I'm trying to be on the up and up. I'm trying to improve. I'm trying to get better at life, and yeah, be more be more effective as a person.
1: How does it and affect I, you negatively? Like when you smoke, do you just like veg out and do nothing? Or do you just go about your life? Like how, like how, do, you, how do you respond to it?
0: Some, okay. So sometimes I do veg out. Sometimes I go about my life and I, I feel, you know, now that I'm feeling a real difference because I was so smoked out for basically two years and went a month with it and kind of, you know, the one advantage is it kind of resets itself fairly quick. And so you go a little bit around it, you're like, oh, man, I, I am a little bit more effective, a little bit more cognizant. Mm. Where what happens is I'll try to do stuff when I'm not vegging. I'll I'll try to function, but it's all this haze, and it's just, you know what I mean? It's like, ah, oh, man. But no, I get with it. all that said, I just, uh, oh, this is my point. I was talking about my credit card debt, and I just added to that by buying a vape because I realized, okay, I'm going to do this. I can at least do something to control the smell, do something that to make it somewhat healthier so I'm not smoking my lungs, mm. do something and see how I feel. Plus, I, I realized, you know, I didn't really need the amount of weed that I grabbed. I don't know if I want to be an everyday smoked out motherfucker anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's okay to be an occasional. I got to have a healthy relationship with this substance. And my 420 story for the day. Is on the same note of me being like, man, I feel a little less effective. I feel a little less on it. I was talking to essentially who's my boss, and I kinda I got two things confused. And when I realized I felt so fucking dumb, like, damn it, man. I hope he, you know. Part of that is that weed paranoia. I hope he doesn't know I'm fucked up because I smoked a little bit at lunch and it's still carry over, plus his little carryover from yesterday, because I hadn't smoked like that. But I realized there's a non-zero chance he himself was also high because there were periods in our conversation where he was just completely silent for no reason. And I'm like, no. But he is based out of California. Mm. He's got this mm. laid back attitude. It's legal. I'm like, it is. And it's 420. He knows what date it is. And he, not only was I a little bit different, he felt a little bit different. I'm like, nah. So there's a non-zero chance we both kind of stoned our way through a meeting. I don't know.
1: I don't know. Yeah, that, that paranoia shit is for real. I mean, I used to smoke a lot of weed when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, a, a lot. Oh, my God, dude. I used to smoke every day. You know what I mean? Like, me and my buddy mm-hmm, with like, mm-hmm. two-piece joints. You know what I mean? Like, you just get... Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, blunts. And you just, you know, you get fucking blasted. And it was all the time. And for a while, man, it was cool. Like, I had just kind of, like, confidence while I was high. Like, I, you know, you wouldn't really know. Like, I would just kind of be high. And then something it started to deteriorate and go in another direction and like my mom started to catch me that she would know and i would be paranoid and i'd be so like trapped inside myself it got dark dude when i was uh like probably like mm-hmm. 20, 19, 20 you know it was just like it was ruining my life it became like a true <clears> addiction like it was a really bad thing you know and i think this was this was before people were like you know you can't be addicted to weed and like you know, it's not a. It's not like that. It was like that, man. It was a problem,
0: man. I think one of the biggest issues is we're going too hard in the other direction. with weed. like, I get it. The I, I still think it should be legal. I know there's a legalization push going on right now. I'm not sure how successful it is because shows how much i pay attention to the news. Um, and I, and I absolutely think it should be legal. But now, and I, and I know there's benefits to it, but there are consequences to it, man. And I think the consequences are just kind of being almost swept under the rug and almost ignored. I survived marijuana. Here's my story. Bro, And I know there's some smokers in here. I'm not telling nobody what to do about their life, man. It's free country. And hey, like I said, I ain't about to stop using it. I'm trying to use it in a healthy way, but I gotta, I gotta use it in a healthy way, man. I gotta be in a healthy place with it. Because the idea that you can't... It can't make your life unhealthy, that's untrue. And I think you should... People need to know that as much as it should be legal, as much as it's bullshit. I I think sometimes the narratives around it can be too, too flowery, pun not intended. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: no, I agree. I think it's a little too, uh, like not coddled, but you know what I mean? Like it's a little too insincere or just dismissive, you know? Well, not necessarily what, insincere.
0: What it is is like people are like who are Apple fans or something. They're, it's more fanboyed over is a, is a better word because they just ignore insincere. that there are consequences. But go ahead. I gonna cut you off.
1: No, I just, you know, it's like, I mean, especially not really as much now. I mean, I don't even, I don't even know what they talk about in hip hop now, but when I was listening to hip hop, it was a Nothing's lot of changed. Talk. Yeah. It was a lot of that talk. And I think just kind of being in it. Cause all I listened to was hip hop. And it's like, if just being inundated with that, all the time, it kind of creates these mental norms for yourself that aren't really realistic or, uh, you know, plausible in a real life. You know, maybe some people can you know, like apparently like Be Real from Cypress Hill just like smoked out like crazy all the time and, and Snoop and stuff. They can do that. But most people well, can't.
0: Yeah, but they, they make lots of money off music and are allowed to live themselves in a, different life and has a yeah. uh he's tried to quit before
1: yeah yes yeah
0: so you know it, i think it's more of an addiction thing listen don't get me wrong i'm i'm, I'm still gonna fuck with it but um i don't know man it's just like everything it's okay to you know there's some people who can have a drink every once in a while you know drink a while you know drink kind of regularly but never have issues and there's some people who can't and they have issues and it fucks them all up. You know what I mean? It's the same thing for weed.
1: Yeah, it's anything else. I mean, you know, you can be, have an unhealthy addiction to video games, man. Like, that's Hell yeah. A, that's not a substance, but that shit can ruin your life too. I mean, you just, bro, when I was playing World of Warcraft, like, bro, I was addicted for sure. And like, yeah. I, I wasn't, you know, now I think it's the combination of things that kind of fucks me up. Like it'll be drinking while playing video games or whatever. Like mm-hmm. it's doubling up the two. Uh, so it's, like, just huge chunks of my life. is just wasted time that I'll get nothing out of. Yeah. Know? No productivity. Um, but, man, yeah, you like, you know, it would be, you know, I would just be obsessed. You play all day, every day this game that, like, you know, yeah, you're making progress in the world. And as soon as you, like, that world, and as soon as you unplug, you look around your life and nothing, you didn't accomplish <laughs> shit.
0: Yeah, you know what I have an unhealthy addiction to? Nick Weiser, 32 flavors of Nick Weiser. Hell, hell, uh, hell.
1: That's Appreciate true. You I got a problem chat. with Nick, too. I got I to gotta quit. I got to quit Nick. Uh,
0: but Both him and Cinchadiddle have a similar point. We, we fully legalize, give the state the power to tax it, and legalization has nothing to do with the drug itself, It's I'm not wanting the state to control what we're putting in our bodies. Yeah, I agree with fuck the state, taxation and stuff. I agree with all the uh, anti-state stuff. But I still. But think I also don't want
1: drugs to. being unregul- like unregulated is a really bad thing for society.
0: It's a slippery slope, man.
1: But um, shit, you, I just you, don't you were talking working out. You were talking just,
0: about uh, Go ahead. No, what were you we gonna say? No, because you had said something about what they talk about rap. They actually do talk about just other drugs too. It's a lot about pills, yeah. Lean, lean everything, and, and Mollies and Xanaxes Zan- right. and all this well, other Zan. shit. Yeah. So that's the real thing. So like that's kind of encouraged a lot of the just normie cultures. A lot more people on drugs nowadays and a bunch of other shit, you know. They've made that they've almost uh made weed more uh, PG because the standards have gotten so much crazier.
1: That's a good point. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, like in the food service industry, man, like, yo, people are fucking addicts. <laughs> like, yeah. Everyone is like you know, a lot I know a lot of people that just they're high at work all day. Mm. Not, not necessarily people I work with, like, but I've definitely worked with people who are just, they get, they're just smoking weed all day or they're just high all day. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I shit though. I don't really do it as much, but when I used to do event bartending, pff,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I was drinking the whole time. Mm. You know what I mean? Like the whole time, yeah. like, like, you know, it's like, Maybe not during setup, but you know, pretty quick into the event. You know what I mean? And it wasn't, and that was not um, unique. You know what I mean? Most of the, I feel like most bartenders are at least a few drinks in most of the time.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. It's just part of the world. And like, you know, I work with, I've worked with people that like do blow at work.
0: Mm, at just, work.
1: Yeah. Just go to the bathroom, take a bump, go right back. Whoa. I don't know how intense, man. Yeah. That's some that's some intense shit, and like you start incorporating that into your daily routines, man. That's a hard one to break. It was it's, it was so hard for me to do events sober. I could do it, but I just like was so used to drinking while I did it. It yeah. wasn't even weird. It wasn't even you know no I don't, if anyone knew, they never said anything.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you know it's it's a deal. I was about to get a sense of deal with my man just another the red shirt. He's not just another red shirt. Hell, he's the red shirt. Got in before yeah, they tried to the. the, the um alcohol thing and uh did not work we end up getting the kennedy shot because he got into the RA office because his dad was a bootlegger and obviously died
1: you do um, need some i mean you need something you know like I alcohol, take the edge off. they're all i mean they all have their problems so i just feel like alcohol is the most manageable on a societal level mm. you know what i mean like it's just I the feel like that... weed is right there i feel like yes, weed no. is
0: right there but uh, that's the thing i feel like you can you can manage weed societal though we are basically it doesn't matter you know what i mean it, or i don't know if you think this is this society's fallen because it kind of has but like uh, i mean weed is mostly legal in a lot of places or mostly decriminalized even here it's decriminalized
1: and you know
0: alcohol Al- does alcohol
1: kills more people than coke i mean is that proportional as well, though? Like, the, the amount of Coke users mm. that to amount of alcohol users? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, okay. Yeah. How, what percentage of the population uses Coke compared to alcohol? Alcohol is, like, point. almost everybody. And, like, Coke is a much smaller number.
0: That's a fair point. That's a fair counterpoint. And you gave, gave a really good point about, like, why Coke shouldn't be illegal. And, I, I, you know, I'm libertarian now. But I understand that shit because you said like, man, if fucking coke was just you can go to Seven Eleven get coke, that'd be a problem.
1: Big problem. It'd be a problem. Even a coke
0: dispensary would still be
1: a problem. Be an issue, dude. That that's not a good look for society. You do not want like I said that like that was like one of the things that would uh, prevent me from doing it. Sometimes was the difficulty of access. Like I'd have to drive across the city. You know what I mean, hit someone up like it was a whole hassle and it would be it would be enough of a barrier for me to think about this decision and not do it.
0: Mhm.
1: Not every time. So I did a yeah. lot of blow, but it was you know, it was enough to stop me, you know what I mean, from from you know, doing it. But it was like, you know, it's uh, the ease of access has a lot to do with it, you know, like yeah, It does. Big part.
0: Shit. And is a good point. Most people can't afford to kill themselves on coke.
1: It is expensive as fuck. You know what I mean? Fifty a gram or whatever it is, sixty a gram,
0: hundred
1: a gram. I used to spend hundred on it because it was fucking good. Jesus, but it's such a a bad drug because it is fun. Don't get me wrong, but it's that you know the chasing the dragon thing. You know, it's like the first bump you take is the best, and -hmm. you're high and you're feeling great. And then you're just chasing that for the rest of the night and you still feel good, but there's like just diminishing returns. And then eventually you're not even high anymore. You're just awake and you just keep going until it's gone. Like it's really, it's not a good, it's not a good drug. It takes control really easy. And then you wake up and like, you're like, who was I? What was that? Like, where did I go? I did like, I, someone else was running the show for a little while there. It wasn't me. Wow. Yeah.
0: So you know what, since you know being a contrarian, Listen, like I said, I'm libertarian it out, but here's the, here's the reality. You want the reality, reality about life? Most people can't, aren't great.
1: Everyone's weak. What are you talking and about?
0: And so that, that's what I'm saying. Most people can't handle it, can't handle life. We all need something to take care of. We all have our weaknesses. Do I want the state to have as much power as it does? No. But we don't have the, we're, you know the word I'm looking for? Most people aren't disciplined, myself including especially. We're not disciplined. We don't have the discipline. So, I understand the argument that, hey, man, legalization sounds great on paper, but if you actually did it, it might it might fuck things up.
1: I mean, the wire explored that pretty well with like Hamsterdam. Yeah. And fucking look look at these these dystopic progressive cities where it's just like hordes of drug addicted zombies man it's like that's because the enabling
0: drug use is basically legal when you enable it
1: yeah it's not being prosecuted It's like if you want to do that and then say I don't know like prosecute vagrancy okay if you want to like if there's consequences to the negative like lifestyle choices that come out of it but I don't know man like when you get depraved on those drugs people do shit they wouldn't normally have done like it's I don't think it's good for society
0: yeah, I, I kind of have to agree. Like, you know what I mean? The, I have to agree to an extent. I mean, just except like we we as a people, as a species, we don't really have the discipline to to match up to what we. Um, that's why we have the fucking government. That's why uh, kinda. nobody's gone. You know, like you said in the seventeen hundreds, how how we might handle it back then if the king got a little too uh, uppity. The, the crew just goes and. Handle it all. So there's kind of a reason because, like, yeah, they they become a necessary evil in, 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 in the way things run. I'm at, still going to criticize at the point, state,
1: but. At what point did I make that point? That, that I find it remarkable. I'm fine with the those drugs. That's a whole different I, point. Yeah, when did I say I was totally cool with that? I not. Wait,
0: listen, that's a whole different point because the drug war was really about something else because it was it was a two-sided war where you have the same country is importing these drugs then trafficking distri- using trafficking uh, distribution of these drugs and then going back and prosecuting it and robbing all the drug dealers essentially once you get the money. So they basically destroyed a bunch of communities um, and created a lot of the, the groundwork for what we're talking about with a lot of the,
1: these crazy cities. Um, but that's yeah. not... They say, I want no, they, to continue it. There's more, than one, so- There's more than one too. solution. There isn't yeah. just, it isn't either like it's all legal or we all have to go to war. There's also like, could be mandatory treatment programs instead of jail time. You know what I mean? It could be tighter borders so the shit doesn't come in. There's lots of other ways to approach it. It doesn't have to be a full on military police, you know, war in the streets. Yeah, but cause that it, didn't work. No, it didn't.
0: So, uh, you know, the war on drugs didn't work.
1: Um, I don't know what the I answer think, is. I, I certainly yeah. do not pretend to. I just think I'm just talking about what negative consequences I foresee.
0: Yes, somebody knew what I was talking about. little spec coming by Ali North, Oliver North, and some not, of the I'm not enabling
1: this conspiracy talk anymore.
0: It's not a conspiracy. That's fucking confirmed. No, <laughs> when shit is confirmed, it. I'm going. No, that's on the record. No. Reported by multiple publications on record. I will, I will not the, engage uh, with this. The um. The plug,
1: so to speak. This is tough love. This is tough love. No, no.
0: I, I listen. I dodged uh, M.K. Ultra guy and some other shit. I'm going on this when I got some shit that's confirmed and I know he's one <coughs> more hunter. He's great. Oh shit, my bad. I'm fucking up because of uh, drugs. But no, when I have something confirmed, I'm running with it. The the, the Iran Contra affair is confirmed and documented. That's not a hoax. It's not some shit that some by made up on youtube that's that's confirmed that's been reported this is I'm, I'm being
1: your friend this is an intervention I, you, see they're, I see what where we're going. your problem is not weed it's paranoia <laughs> and maybe that you're not incorrect
0: you. but just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're, they're not
1: that i know but like i, like I said i'm I'm not, I'm not engaging with this any longer i won't do it for you my friend i'm doing it for you <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. Did you want to hear? I I was looking about this uh, while we were talking because I was kind of curious. Um, the history of four twenty. Do you want to hear why we even do it?
0: Uh yeah, let's go. Let's go ahead and do that.
1: Because I was curious, like where did that come from? Like that's just so random. Um, so this isn't is from, the like the time?
0: police code or something like that. You no, know the I number don't know. comes
1: from. I don't know. That's what I thought it was. Okay, so this is about blah, 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 the date got you. Some say 420 is code among police officers for marijuana yeah. smoking in progress. Some note 420 is also Adolf Hitler's birthday. And some go Whoa. so far as... You didn't know that? No, I didn't.
0: Yeah. I'm not, a, I'm not
1: a white supremacist, man. I don't know everyone's birthday. You don't, like, say, you don't, like, say a little prayer? No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't pray to
0: swastikas. I don't know what you... Why people do...
1: You don't put, like, a, 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 you don't light a candle on your shrine? No, no, I don't. Oh. I don't have a strong. Oh, all so right. Well, I mean, going? everyone's different. Cultures are different. Um, no, so <laughs> uh, Dildo made a—he made a joke about it before. Ah. Yeah, I, th- I thought it pretty widely uh, done. And, and some go so far as to cite Bob Dylan's song "Rainy Day Woman" number twelve thirty-five because twelve multiplied that's by thirty—that's f- ridiculous. That's so. You're far. talking about me? Come on, bro. That's I- that's a step too far. I didn't report that it's in the article it's not like it was my suggestion i wasn't like hey Vidge, you know you want to hear a real conspiracy uh but to put it bluntly those rumors of history of the history behind how 420 and uh april 20th got associated with marijuana are false the most credible story traces 420 to Marin County, California. Of course, it does. In 1971, five students at San Rafael High School would meet at 420 by the campus statue of chemist Louis, Louis Pasteur to partake. They chose that specific time because extracurricular activities had usually ended by then. This group, these fellas, uh, became known as the Waldos because they met at a wall. Oh, clever. They would say 420 to each other as code for marijuana. Okay, but how did that become popular? yeah Is redix told time in 2017 we got tired of friday night football See, with all the jocks yeah we're different we were the guys sitting under the stands, smoking a doobie wondering what we were doing there the shenanigans continued long after 420 blah blah they helped get work with the oh okay so this guy worked as a roadie with grateful uh. Dead. so the band says to have helped popularize the term 420 now that makes sense
0: yeah, that's a little bit more logical. I'm like, how do five assholes impact culture? It needs to be a, yeah. you know, something has a to connect. Rod. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Okay. So in 1990, a group of deadheads in Oakland handed out flyers that invited people to smoke on 420. Got it. One ended up with Steve Bloom, former reporter for High Times Magazine, an authority on ah. cannabis culture. Okay. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. I never knew that. I never knew any of that shit. No, I just I thought it was curious. the police
0: code. That's all I knew. Oh, that's what people took it and ran with it. I had no idea it was like a thing people did. One of them got gotten, you know, involved with the Grateful Dead, and they spread from there. It's crazy.
1: Yeah, I mean, right, quicksand. I know 420 was when you got out of school and blaze with your friends, but like, that's no way that's how it became popular. Like, that's impossible. yeah. How like, could that be? Everyone gets out of high school at different times. It's like exactly. I, I got out of high yeah. school like two or something like
0: that. I did too. It was like two I want to say like two thirty or something like that.
1: Yeah. So yeah. So. Well, that's the history of four twenty for you guys. A little bit of knowledge, even though I don't partake in drugs.
0: I oh, don't know, Wendell seems like a pothead.
1: Ah, jeez, no. That's bad and for you, your brain.
0: And I'll tell you why Window seems like a pothead. Because, you know, like I said, purchase a vaporizer, adding to my you know, crippling credit card debt. And when I was looking up reviews and shit, man, a lot of those guys, this also made me feel uncomfortable about adulting as as a smoker. I mean, all these guys just felt really feminine. They they just really feminine. Really like a, just a false sense of confidence. Uh, like they're the talking they so funny. Yeah. Just like, and I mean, some of them had some, you know, funny or insider, but it's just like, Man, this doesn't feel cool at all. This feels so uncool. Not that that's the reason, you know what I mean? But it's just like, man, I can't be doing this as you vape. Um, I I don't think it's a marijuana. But uh, in any event, it's like, man, I got to, I don't know. It doesn't, it don't, I don't know. It just don't feel right. It feels like, you know, old man at a club. I felt that. Like, I don't know if I should, should, maybe I should grow up. Maybe yeah, I gotta grow to be, up. Stop. Yeah,
1: I mean, there's that too. But that's that's, it, that's basically it,
0: what I'm thinking. Go ahead.
1: No, it just it used to be cooler because it was rebellious. Like it was like you weren't supposed to do it, so doing it made you kind of cool. Yeah.
0: I mean, that wasn't necessarily my
1: edge. It was always just, well, it became just... That's just part of the allure. You're just like, yeah, like, you know, we're doing this thing where where our parents aren't allowing us to do, you know, like, and it was like counter to the... And we also did used to live in a more puritanical society, you know what I mean? We did. Pop culture and stuff like that. Like, you know, that's like those pot bands were so rebellious. Yeah, you know, because they were breaking the norms or whatever. So yeah, it used to be a little bit more cooler, and it's it's uh, now. I it just it's just it is what it is.
0: Um, it's such a deal Now we are doing it. I don't know. Four twenty is numerological representation of Molet, but four plus two is six. 6, <coughs> mm-hmm. six six six. I don't know.
1: I'm not, no, um, not engaging with this. I, I refuse to have these types of conversations <laughs> for your well-being.
0: I don't know. For the sake of your you know,
1: well-being.
0: I think yeah, one of, it, one of it, the strains of weed, Kush, I think that's like a... Isn't that the Bible? Kush Mountain or something like that? I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I, don't know. I think it's a spiritual thing with Kush. Who knows? Um, but yeah, you're right about the puritanical culture thing, and that... I thought the same thing with like tattoos, man. I don't know if people should be doing a tattoo thing as heavy as they are. Yeah, they look cool when you're young, but that old people with tattoo shit that's now happening because everyone's starting to age, that shit looks lame as fuck, man.
1: I never, I don't really agree. I don't really think it looks that stupid. I'm telling I, you. I I think if you're it's like not, if you, it's not all of them. If, if you but got some, Go if you got one of those tattoos though that was like sexy when you were young, that looks stupid when you're old. Like those girls oh, with like man. tattoos on their tits. That looks Whoa. terrible when they get older. <laughs> exactly. Oh. It's not I, heard, I think I heard. Uh, I heard Anthony Cumia said it, it looked like uh, like when you'd stretch out Play-Doh on like the the funny papers, <laughs> like on the comics. Yeah, <laughs> it, looks, it looks all stretched out and painted. Like, oh <laughs> boy. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, uh, but okay, I don't
0: not all of them all the time, but like especially with women, but it with men too. It's just start when you get to a certain age, you start to have a look of just like goofy. Not all the time, you know. Uh, certain guys they are in the fifties, they, they, they're in pretty good shape still. Mm-hmm. They can have that's a fun. look, but I mean, some. But that's not what you're seeing, man. You're seeing guys that just look like somebody's dad, but he has his sleeves. Look at the fuck. I, I don't know. Real, dude.
1: I, I live in Austin. I mean, fucking everyone has. It's everybody's too. dad. E- everybody. Well,
0: Everybody, everywhere does. That's not a you know, thing. And I, I'm just noticing as I get older, and I'm seeing my generation get older, right, and the generation that was just above us get older. And I'm seeing like, man, that's not that's not aging well, bruh. Or bruh, man, especially with the, these females, man. Girls can get cute tattoos. You can get a little butterfly or flowers or shit. But the 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 sleeves, y'all
1: can't be doing that. Y'all look crazy. I don't with like these that. Sli- I don't think it looks good on anybody. Like. I was dating a chick that had, like, tats and stuff. And, like, they were fine because they were subtle. But I've also hooked up with girls that have, like, tats, like, all over, like, their breastbone. Yeah. I kind of just want to see your skin. Like, I I really don't like all this (laughs) ink. I like like the female form as it is. Please don't throw a bumper sticker on it.
0: Man, certain tattoos are cool. But, like, as you age, the, the, the whole chest stuff and the sleeve stuff. And like, like I said, if you it starts to look goofy. It's not that it looks bad. Well, it does look bad sometimes. Like you said, that that, that Play-Doh thing. But um, it just starts to look like, man, you look. Why somebody's dad got to sleep? Why, why somebody's Somebody get their parents out here looking just aged. You look older. You look like you're old trying to be young, but you're not. You just made bad decisions when you're young. And they're aging with you. And it looks
1: awful. I, fade. I, don't, I don't think I have that like opinion. No, I crusty. Don't I don't think it, I don't think it looks as bad as I don't have I don't oh, have man. that opinion.
0: You agree with me on a couple of them, especially yeah. with the ladies.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like I said, like if it was just a sex, like I don't think sleeves look good on anyone. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care. You know what I mean? Like maybe like an MMA fighter, it looks fucking bad. Yeah. You know, but like Something other like that. than that, I just I don't I don't get why you need. I don't understand all that. Like I just think it's weird.
0: Yeah. So I mean, you you're halfway there. You're halfway home. You'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: just it's, it's overnight. Courtney says you're gonna look droopy and wrinkly anyway. Yeah, she's not wrong. I mean true. But that adds anyway. something
0: to it. It looks you look goofier. You look less you just, I like, look corny.
1: Gary's like in his fifties and he's got mad tats. I don't think he looks stupid. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think Some his tats are cool. he's got he's got the boondock saints tats on his hands. I think that's sick.
0: That's cool. You know what? Some people can pull it off. Maybe maybe this is a different conversation. Maybe maybe what I'm thinking is a different thing. Maybe it's just a lot of motherfuckers who can't pull off tattoos. And they're rocking around with it. And maybe that is as much of an issue as anything.
1: You know what I mean? I always thought my sister's tats were lame. Yeah. Like, they were cool, but I just, I'm like, I know why you're doing this. Like, it's not, (laughs) like, I don't know. It just feels phony or something. It's just like, hmm.
0: Yeah, And I mean, I'm piggybacking off of the point of you saying, you know, the false, you know, it's not rebellious anymore. Tattoos are not rebellious. They're so standard. They're so bog standard. They're so like.
1: Well, that's why face tattoos became a thing, because that was the one that was edgy still. Yeah. The, the face and the, like the high neck tattoos and all yeah. that other stuff. Remember the girls with like the no, like nose rings? Remember when that used to be rebellious? Then I just remember yeah. when, like, the, the safest, like dorkiest girls are getting nose rings. I'm like, all right, this is over. Yeah,
0: (laughs) that's the thing. You know, all the rebellion shit has become so lame. Like to me, the most rebellious shit you can be is like completely straight edge, completely like you know what I mean. Conservative, clean cut. Because there's no, you know, no one really is going for that. I mean, some people do, but you get what I mean. It's like it's not the everybody is trying to have edge to them. Everyone's got to be so fucking cool, man. Like I don't know. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just getting
1: old. Maybe that's what's happening. I think you're happening. getting old, dog. It's like I'm ge-
0: I'm just getting old in real time and realizing
1: man, a lot of this shit is just dumb. Yep. Yeah. I think you're getting old. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Courtney says. Uh, um, okay, the people are what I call overnight sleevers are so lame. I agree with that. Yeah. When it just became like a hobby that they suddenly got into, and they, it's just like, it just seems so insincere. Yeah. So I, you know what I mean? You're just like, ah, dude, you dork. Like, it's it's just not cool. I don't know. There's like, a dorky look that a
0: lot of people with tattoos have. And I just, it needs to be accounted for. Man.
1: And it's, it's, like, like, it's also saying. like the person who gets the trendy haircut, like, yeah. after it was popular. You know what I mean? Like, when it was safe and kind of more normal. Like, then it's just less cool. Yeah. Like, it was cool when you did it edgy. Like, when all those chicks were shaving the half their head. Like for a minute there, that shit was hot. Like Scarlett yeah. Johansson had it; she looked good. Twenty
0: fourteen, twenty thirteen. Like, oh shit!
1: It was yeah. the shit.
0: It was a wave. It was cool. Now it's, like, then, oh, god. it's just
1: like oh god, another one. With the, it's not, it doesn't look badass anymore. Yeah. So
0: yeah, like
1: you you see a lot of it in the expanse, you know, because that was I think made mm-hmm. in like twenty fourteen. Like it was made around then. Like the first set, yeah. of the first seat, and it looked it looks cool. It's also cool because it's like sci fi cyberpunk. You're like yeah, think, so you can then, pull it, it off. Cool. Yeah. But, um, yeah, tats. Um, yeah. Get oh, off my lawn. Shit, What's going Dog, on? This is wild. This is like not culture war at all. This is just a weird story. Mm-hmm. But uh, I saw this like right before the show. It says, great white shark circles family for an hour and chomps at their motorboat.
0: Hey, I, I've gone on record saying there are no shark attacks. Just Shark self-defense incidents. That's their home.
1: Yo, I swear to God, I thought you were gonna take a conspiracy angle for a second. No, not conspiracy. I swear, first, I was
0: just like, man, on that shark. No, no. <laughs> my, my theory is that <laughs>
1: no. Yeah, they're
0: controlling the fucking sharks. With laser Watch that's true, and I'm like, I'm not up on it. Um, uh, but no, it's just that like, okay, that's just, the shark lives in the water. I know, you know, we're here. We don't really belong in the water. If you go out in the water, I'm not saying you should be attacked by. We a shark. were there
1: first when we were amoeba. That's that <laughs> shit don't count.
0: I'm talking about. Listen, the shark is just thinking. Hey, if if a shark walked up into your home and just sat there, you wouldn't just let it sit there. That's what that shark's thinking. Get out! Get out of his house. That's his. That's his living room. You're you're motorboating in. I think that is so Fuck funny. Out. Just
1: like I just see like a shark just with like his fins crossed, like reading the paper on your couch. You know. Yeah. Hey, you're like, what are you, shark? What are you doing in my living room, shark? Get out of here! This isn't where you belong. I don't uh, have well, any you fish here. There's no tuna in my house. There's always a bunch of pussy though. What I'm pissed.
0: But it's like, hey, no, you know, he's not. probably, like, hey, you, you mother. <laughs> no,
1: there is not. <laughs> oh,
0: jeez. Uh, he's like, you motherfucker, swim. I just figured I'd go to your home and see see how it is.
1: So well, now, I, you
0: know, I hope the family's OK. Well, just- they were hoping for
1: a nibble or two, but a family nibble fishing off two? Western Australia. So oh, you're no in Australia? We're getting a bite well, they didn't no. necessarily want. A great white shark circled their boat, sinking its teeth into the motor, resulting in a fearsome, but fat. I hate the news. Yeah. Why do you need to tell me what I'm about to see? Just show me the fucking thing. <laughs> And then the evidence in the video will be what is happening. I just, it's so annoying. It's so lame. It's like, I'm going to take away all the drama and excitement from this because I'm going to, it's like, I'm going to tell you a joke. Uh, Okay. But give you the punchline. Uh, The punchline is they own it. Okay. So uh, two Jews walk into a bar. Like, it's just like, okay, but like now without the setup, it's not as interesting. Yeah. It's so lame. Yeah.
0: But you no, know, going back to it, I didn't know this was in Australia. So they should have known, man. Because Australia is like a fucking boss level when it comes to fucking nature, man. Nature's not fucking around out there.
1: So you, you, I mean, yeah, let's fascinating, see up close encounter. Allegedly, day on the water for the Tugfield family turns into terror. <laughs> a scene straight out of Jaws. Watch out. Oh my god, this great white oh launching at the seven meter boat. The mate should have known,
0: man. Ah! The, mates. Ah! the mate. Ah! The mate. Where's George Gregory?
1: Yeah,
0: Greg. Greg Gregory. actually George Gregory. See, this what we've
1: done. i them for an hour. <coughs> I come Gregory. back for an the photo
0: again.
1: Just like my goosebumps. I never see that big, ever. David Whoa. Tuckfield, his wife I'm gonna Tanya, leave that alone. and 14-year-old son hmm. had set off for a good Friday fish from Hall's Head Friday in Perth fish. South. Son Shelby was reeling in a catch when the predator first appeared. Oh my God. <gasps> Whoa. Whoa. Yo. Wow. Wow, like, dude, that's pretty years. scary, man.
0: It is scary. But don't you like try to, I mean, I would try to I'd try to escape. I probably would probably been so scared like, and I'd right, let's get the fuck out of here, but then I may agitate it, but after 20 minutes, it's like, well, he's not going anywhere. We got to get the fuck out of here. Wouldn't have been no hour. I get, you know, you don't want to. But why didn't they leave immediately or try to leave at least?
1: I don't know. I mean, I also I think putting down the motor would potentially hurt the fish. Uh putting down. Putting the prop. down the motor. Yeah. Oh. You put down the prop. It starts spinning. I mean, you could yeah. potentially hurt the shark. I don't think they, they obviously didn't want to.
0: Yeah i guess but i mean it's from the top you know to to counter what i was talking about about the shark self-defense it's like hey man you're still a fucking shark bro so
1: man, i have no I've means seen, of
0: getting you the fuck away from here so
1: i've seen fit like big fish like i saw a hammerhead one time which was fucking cool as shit it wasn't very wow. big but it was cool to see a hammerhead shark in the wild but they usually just come and go like they don't it doesn't really hang out. Like, I've seen, like, lots of aquatic wildlife, but they don't stay by the boat. They just, they go. So, they probably were just like, this thing's going to leave us eventually, right? Like.
0: Yeah. After 20, 30 minutes, like, okay, this motherfucker's still here. Yeah. We need a solution. Yeah. Then again, I can also get, and you know, being. All you can see is these. I was about to say, I also just get being, like, so frightened at the moment. Like, you kind of don't know what to do. do thing?
1: Yeah. And it's also probably a fascination. Yeah. Like, look at this giant animal, man. Like this, you know, you don't, you're not going to see that very often.
0: Oh, my God. Look at this bloody Teeth shark.
1: Big mouth coming up for it. His father says it was about four meters long. It got a hold of the burly cage. The motor copped a few bites. And it was fascinated with those on board. It launched at the starboard. Song. I mean, if they could make this story any less interesting, like... <laughs> I mean these people and they just and they like walk through details that are just mundane and they just they take all the drama out of that story.
0: Yeah. That's just that's just the news this format. I think that's in the format cuz I noticed, you know, maybe a cult, cult, culture shock. But the news was always supposed to reflect some impartiality and some kind of matter of factness. And so I think that that just kind of goes along with that.
1: Have you ever Instead seen of this in, you ever seen this I'm shark six. video?
0: Uh, probably, it, probably not.
1: Who knows? Pretty famous one. F- F- Fuck! Jesus. Jesus! That's like a whale. I am never going back in the water.
0: Water. No way.
1: That's it. Ah. That's the biggest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> That's summer. No. cool. That looks like a whale. Yeah, man. Is that some forced perspective or something? Because that thing looks, <laughs> it looks disturbingly mean. huge.
0: Yeah, man. It looks like a... That thing looks massive, man. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know sharks got that, dude. Oh, because Cause like you said, it looks more it, like a
1: not great Anyhow. whites. I mean, I know that they have, um, what, the whale sharks are huge, but they're like, mm-hmm. they're, they're very. Teeny, there are whale sharks not. that exist? You never heard of a whale shark before? No.
0: No, I'm not a marine biologist, as somebody said you were in a different life.
1: Don't you have any interest in the natural world?
0: Uh, a little bit, but this, I just hadn't come across sharks.
1: Hey, I'm, I'm for sharks' rights. Sharks have the right to defend themselves. So this is a whale shark. I think they're in Indonesia. Mm. I think they're huge. I mean, they're gy fucking gigantic, but they just—they don't—they don't. I don't Jesus. even think they eat. I don't know what they eat. I think they... So what's the
0: sense? Hold on. Why is that guy
1: that close to that fish? He's taking a picture of it. Man, fuck all that. that's hey, that
0: There's white, certain risks. Like
1: white people shit. I didn't say that. You, you bigot. You're
0: thinking. But I, it. Oh. I mean, um, yeah. I I can I can guarantee the person is uh probably probably Caucasian. But like, I just don't get like, what's the what's the draw that to to be that close to that shark? There's telephoto lenses. There's other ways to get a, a, a good shot. You don't, you don't have think to be it's
1: like interesting. I like life. You know what's interesting? Waking up the next day. But this thing's not dangerous. Well, sharks are not dangerous. Uh,
0: fuck that. See, that's the nah, man.
1: I mean, like it's it, they they eat like little fish, you know. That's a big fish, though, huh? Holy shit! Exactly,
0: man. It's not dangerous. It's it not. may have a not. I'm sure this thing is not maybe because you know some animals aren't like attack animals. You know, certain snakes don't kill you. I'm not about to just handle a snake and start fucking with a snake. Listen, I mean, obviously, you had a pet or something. But it's like no, I'm I'm just not going to do it. I, my fascination versus my survival instinct. I don't, there's no amount of knowledge that's going to have me, I'm just going, my survival instinct is going to say, hey, there's a creature that's way larger than me, and I'm in this habitat, I'm going to keep my fucking distance.
1: I mean, they're keeping their distance, but I just, you know, it's like, I don't, they're like really gentle animals. They're not, you know, it's like, it's like something like a dolphin or some shit like that. I mean, they're not going to hurt you.
0: Dolphins aren't that big. Size matters, man.
1: I mean, dolphins are not that big. That is a big old fish, but they, they're really gentle. They don't hurt anybody. Right. Like, I don't think there's ever been a whale shark attack.
0: Probably hasn't, but I'm not not—I'm not going to try to be number one overall pick in the <laughs> whale shark attack draft, so I, I don't want to deal with it.
1: That reminds me of that line from Half-Bake. I want to be the first to be killed by crossbow.
0: Yeah, I don't. In such a dildo, though, I know how to swim, because <laughs> I, I knew somebody was gonna say that racist shit. You you're fucking bigots! I I left.
1: I didn't even I think had of had a that. racist
0: joke and I left it alone, but you motherfuckers couldn't
1: help it because you fucking I, man. I, that's funny. I didn't even think of that.
0: <laughs> I do know how to swim, even though I haven't swam in a while. I do know how to swim because. My gr- older generations were all into doing everything, so my grandma made sure we all learned how to swim. So shout out to the uh, YMCA on, what was it, seven Mile last year, I
1: think? That's
0: I don't sick. know if it's still there. I to think of that. Shout out. To that. So yeah.
1: No, I, I I think it's fascinating. I don't know, like some people get all bent out of shape about stuff like that. Like, why do you need to climb Everest? It's like, because it's there.
0: I, I mean, I don't know. That one makes a little bit more sense, even though that's way more difficult and dangerous. Just because that's someone who's, it's the, it, I don't know. And I guess that guy probably planned it out, but in my head, someone who's climbing Everest is doing it because I'm taking on this dangerous task. It's something about a living creature that has so much unpredictability that I just don't wanna interact with it unless I know for sure there's no safety issue. And just that size, you can say, hey, no, it's a general thing, but I'm just gonna be like, yo, there's a massive living creature. That thing, you know, it's like when people have like a dangerous breed of dog, it's oh, he's just a big teddy bear. It's like, okay, he might be, or he might not be. He might decide right at this moment to spontaneously snap at me, and I don't want to happen. So, yeah,
1: sounds like some pussy ass shit to me.
0: Oh, Jesus, I
1: could face lions. To, to, well, you're the guy who said you could stab a tiger tiger. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what are you afraid of? There's nothing to be afraid of. You could take care of. You could take on a gorilla if you want. Yeah,
0: but no, I mean, I'm, but that was, you know, that's that's the character I'm talking about. Realistically, I just don't want to get. I, I, it's it's not worth the risk to get get a picture.
1: I guess it is to some people, right? I guess it's yeah, just a I matter guess. of like what I you is. feel like risking, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but sticking up for shark rights. I saw this in the New York Post. This was kind of sad. Yeah. Um. And nearly 400 illegal shark fins found at a Texas seafood restaurant. Whoa. Yeah, that's no good. That's bad. Yeah, you need to
0: tell your restaurant to stop doing that shit, man.
1: That ain't my restaurant. We don't have shark fin soup. I would quit. It's in San Antonio. Oh, man. So it's not that far from you. No, not, that not that far. Nearly oh, 400 man. illegal shark fins. Because it's brutal what they do, to these sharks, but they just cut the fucking fins off and leave the fish. Oh, shit. It's really gross, man. Like they say that, like you know, the whole thing with sharks, but w- really they are being overfished to such a dangerous level. It's pretty disgusting, and it's really just for this fucking soup.
0: Really, I had no clue about this.
1: Yeah, totally, I'm not up on this. It's not typically an American thing. There's other countries uh-huh. that do it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Who else, aside from the 381? Whole shark fins and additional 29.2 pounds of frozen shark fins were found inside the local restaurant's commercial freezer. The practice of taking off fins, uh, taking off sharks, is illegal in Texas due to the cruelty inf- inflicted on the fish. The fishy discovery was made on April 13th as game wardens, blah blah blah. Because the business was involved, they have to gather all the facts and see who was actually involved. Oh, okay. So they're not really, uh, they're not even releasing what restaurant it was. Mm. I guess because you can't until they've been prosecuted. I don't know. Yeah,
0: because, I mean, that's weird. You think? uh, I mean, they don't do that with a person, right? You know what I mean? Like, if you do something or if something crazy.
1: Lost you. Oh, no. We lost Vig. Vigilante Williamson. Can't hear you, buddy. Uh Uh-oh. Well, I guess I'll just... Oh, you're back.
0: Okay. Could you hear me at all?
1: No. Okay, that's awesome.
0: Just awesome.
1: Well, what were you saying?
0: Uh, I was mm-hmm. saying, like, it's weird that they didn't release the name of the restaurant because if a person does something, more often than not, they, they'll release their name, but not this this restaurant.
1: Maybe yeah, they got a little really clout. Yeah, weird.
0: Yeah. They must have a little clout in the city.
1: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at other articles to see if I can he- like, see what kind of restaurant it is. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I wonder if it is like a Chinese restaurant because uh, oh. that's stop. the country that does it. Mm. Stop Asian hate, you bigot. Hey, you? I'm sorry, man. Like, y- y'all, you I'll stop Asian hate when people stop, you know, when they stop killing sharks for their fins or killing rhino horns to make their dicks work better. I'm sorry. What? I have, I have an, you never heard about that? What do you?
0: You just live in... I don't... Rhino horns to make people's dicks work better. Okay, chat. Were you all up on this shit?
1: Yeah, I want to see how many people in the chat. There's 10 people listening. I want to see how many people knew about that. It was kind of a big deal because they were like these endangered rhinos were being hunted by these poachers. And they had like armed guards, like trying to protect the last like white rhinos. And they got hunted into extinction, I think.
0: Wow. Just but it's because their horns help, Mm -hmm. help people's
1: dicks. Don't, it doesn't even work, but it's like... <laughs> what? It's this thing. Yeah, it's uh, it's a traditional Chinese medicine.
0: So wait, we made a species of animal extinct for the...
1: We didn't do shit. Oh, I mean... Is it...
0: this is, you know what? I have a take that I'll get into after this. Because I'm, I'm trying to be all... We... I'm surrounded by nothing but white y- supremacy. I'm trying to be all beyond the world put people on the whole, it's like, no, we didn't do shit with Chinese people, but you're, you're not incorrect. Um, it's the, but I'm just saying, the idea that you made an animal extinct just to potentially
1: do something and not even account to go just seems fucking nuts. It is nuts. It's some bullshit. It, it's just that detached society that doesn't give a fuck. Like, it's just yeah. weird, that weird country over there. Uh, yeah. So, rhino horn is used in traditional Chinese medicine, but increasingly common as is, is it's used as status symbol to display success and wealth. Poaching is now a threat to rhino range states. However, as South Africa, the home of the majority of rhinos in the world, is being heavily targeted more than ever, field programs are having to uh, invest heavily in anti-poaching activities, which means armed guards. Mm. Poachers are now being supplied by international criminal gangs with sophisticated equipment to track and kill <laughs> rhinos. Wow. Dude, listen to this. Frequently, a twank tranquilizer gun is used to bring the rhino down before its horn is hacked off, leaving the rhino to wake up and bleed to death very painfully Jesus. and very slowly. Yeah. Jesus. Rhino horns are similar structure to horse hooves, turtle beaks, and cockatoo bills. They're made from keratin and rhinoceros horn. It's uh, chemically complex and contains large quantities of sulfur containing amino acids, for per- Particularly cysticine as well as I don't know whatever these things are. Yeah, and that's fucked up.
0: That's incredibly fucked up, man. Incredibly, I mean, I do I know about poaching as a concept. You know what I mean? I think everybody has, but I just had no idea that it was like a a fucking thing. Like, okay, that that they
1: had that some like medicine thing that you were talking about
0: supposed to help people's dicks. It's like that seems crazy.
1: That's what I heard. That's what I heard. The reason was,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's seems up. crazy. Really fucked up.
1: Dark, man. Yeah, it's, Dark. it's a sad thing. And there's a lot of that stuff, dude. Like, I I don't know how true it is because a lot of like food activism information is bullshit. But like yeah. they were saying that in Japan, they're close to like overfishing bluefin tuna to the point where they'll become extinct. But this is by design. What? Because it's such an expensive fish, like there's such a high, a big market for it, that if they overfish them to extinction, then they just have these freezers full of bluefin tuna and they can just demand whatever price they want.
0: Whoa, that's really fucking,
1: that's fucked up. Yeah, I heard that's that was That's really true. fucked I mean, up. Like I said, a lot of food activism shit is bullshit. I mean. You know, you get a lot of vegans throwing their nonsense in there, but. Some of it's
0: legit. I remember, you heard of foie I'm sure you have. Like, that's fucked up. For, I'm probably mispronouncing. Fogwa? Yeah, Fogwa. That's yeah. it. that's a fucked up thing. He overfeed. Was not a duck? Easily. I'm like, that's the most wicked shit I've ever heard in my fucking life.
1: It is, but it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> I love faguah. Uh, I feel bad about that though, because I don't think because there's other like there's a Hudson Valley farms in New York that raises. Mm-hmm. Ducks like you don't have to do it like that.
0: Yeah, I have heard that. That's actually how I heard about it, Some crazy TED talk when they explained that you don't really have to do it that way. You
1: don't. I think it's Hudson Valley Farms because they—they're good. You know, there's a there's a lot. There are options out there for like you know other ways to raise your animals. Mm-hmm. Let me see. It's Hudson Valley Farms. I think that's what it's called. Maybe not. Yeah, Hudson Valley Flockois. Yeah. There you go. Look at your shit. Wow. Well, my business. Um, let me see here. Yeah. They introduced foie gras 1983. Yeah, they do it, like, well. Ethically, so to speak. Ethically. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No cage, I mean, no antibiotics. They don't waste any of the animal. Yeah. There's, like... Okay. There's ways to do it where you don't have to overfeed them. They feed them, like so much because then it like bloats their liver and they don't and they yeah t- they chain them down it's really dark yeah i don't up. You know really fucked up it's like jesus who came up with this you know what i mean how did they figure that out and i don't know man like yeah. when i first started hearing about the way they like factory farming yeah it's just like it's despicable yeah it is man
0: it's like how, how is feed- that
1: legal well
0: how do you feed
1: billions of people we don't feed billions of people. I don't like that argument. The only reason to do it is to keep the price low. Oh,
0: well, I don't disagree with that as well, but like
1: also a bunch of greedy fuckers. That's I think really what it comes down to and it's like I understand profit and capitalism and you know there's always going to be some gray area, but like that's inhuman.
0: Yeah, but I mean motherfuckers aren't going. That's why hunting is you know to me way more ethical if you're going out and if you know people who eat the the meat that they hunt it's a way more ethical process, way more kind of, you know, natural and eco-friendly to, like, how humans have been doing shit forever. Just the fact that you have a refrigerator or a freezer to keep meat there longer and, therefore, you, you end up producing more meat to be stored and then you end up at this factory farm level. It's like, okay, so what would if you didn't have factory farm? I mean, listen, you could always do it a lot more ethically than it's done. So that's a counter argument off the bat. Like, okay. If
1: you didn't have factory farms, you wouldn't have dollar cheeseburgers. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah. And that's I don't think that's a bad thing. How,
0: yeah. But I mean, how much would a cheeseburger
1: be? What if it's a $75 cheeseburger? It wouldn't be, but it would be more. But it would just yeah. it's it's because there's this huge demand for cheap meat. Mm-hmm. And so they had to figure out ways to do it. Like oh. and then they fudged the laws, they lobbied like Monsanto and these giant co- corporations lobbied the government and made the laws. Like in Idaho, for instance, mm-hmm. um, it used like they started all these documentaries coming out about like how these animals are unethically raised and they're just standing in their own shit for their whole lives. That's why they're pumped full of antibiotics. Yeah, because they g- keep getting infected. It's like yeah, that sounds like that might happen if you're standing in your own shit for your entire life. Um, but their solution in Idaho was now it's just illegal to film in those places. <laughs> That was their solution. So you, Jesus. You sons of bitches. Like, how is that for the public good? It isn't. But, again, so the thing is, there's a
0: demand for a reason. And the reason is people are not going to hunt their own food. You, I, don't know, I don't know if you can do mass production without cutting corners with any industry, not just food. I mean, we just talked about China. I mean, we yeah. know how that mass production shit is going over there. And that's where we get most of our shit from. So, and we, we've talked about we talked about Disney, we talked about the shit that they have with the um, the camps so to speak, and there's forced labor, and I don't want to say any, I, I legally, there's legally things I can't say about forced labor that I've kind of talked to you off air about I mean that's a part of a, it, you call it the, the the, the what the bane of what? capitalism or whatever, the negatives of capitalism, or the kinds of it, but like Mass production is going to have to cut a corner one way or another to make something at a, at the scale that we make stuff, whether it's food, whether it's the plastics that, you know, you go to some of these factories and people are got all the chemical uh, side effects they're dealing with.
1: Well, it's price. I mean, the thing is, we would value it more if it was more expensive. We wouldn't True. be so we, consumer heavy all the time if we, you know, ha- like it costs more. If, if You know, like you wouldn't you wouldn't eat. 10 cheeseburgers a week. If they were $14. True. You just wouldn't, you couldn't afford it. It's unrealistic. But the fact is you can get a $7, you know, combo meal from McDonald's. You know what I mean? That's like calorie rich and full of flavor. And Mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, I mean, this is the system that we have. Like I'm not opposed to it, but I do think there should be some ethics involved. This shouldn't just be, Oh, whatever. They're animals. It's like if you did that to your cats or your dogs, You'd, you'd be a people look at you like you're a monster, but they're absolutely like f- feed animals. So we're like, well, it's like, oh, I don't like it. But that. here's the
0: thing realistically, the answer is less people on earth. And what I mean is, we, we the population of the world thinks so Fucking
1: Europe. but I mean, Europe doesn't, they don't do this shit over there. And they, they somehow they've got all billions of people and they can feed them. I don't think it's anything to do with population.
0: You don't, they don't have any mass production of of, they still deal with mass production of certain goods So even if it's not Yeah, you have to have some kind of
1: mass production
0: I'm, okay, maybe with with the way these American um, you know factory farms are I'm not saying necessarily that, I'm almost talking about the industrial revolution as a whole right, once you start mass producing stuff okay, that's how the population was able to explode that and of course like the medical advances but like the population over the past 100 years 120 years has massively exploded and yeah that's the thing is edging to the bug eating bullshit we have a population that's massively exploded because it's cheaper to get food therefore food is less um, you know people didn't eat every day
1: 120 yeah, but it's years not ago like, it's not like we have a healthy populace everyone's obese True.
0: we don't have a healthy everyone's population.
1: overeating so we don't need it it's not that simple though the, the fact that not food that simple is, but it also depopulating the world like that's not simple either no but that's what this the world's population
0: is on the back of mass production the world's population increase is on the back of mass production on some level of course so Absolutely. if you take away that mass production you don't have you have less people doing everything because all the things we're talking about hunting all that stuff has to happen at a much smaller
1: scale then yeah, but that's just not it's not the time anymore it's just not the world we live in anymore Th- that I ship mean, sailed basically
0: yeah and there's no we can't put the toothpaste back in the tube and this is just dealing with that that crust that still gets on the counter except this you know completely you know unethical disgusting practices with certain animals or even people when we're talking about mass production of goods
1: yeah it's true i mean the iphone
0: yeah iphone so I'm yes. not saying this stuff as, like, I'm just stating matter-of-factly. I'm not saying negative or positive. These are just the facts of what's going on. Hey, I just bought a bunch of shit off Amazon. I'm eating fast food way too much, unfortunately. I, I enjoy the spoils of all this mass-produced thing. I'm, I'm streaming this from my fucking Apple iPad. I'm not trying to say this right. as a, you know, oh, the, the no, lower half. All, lives.
1: These, all this mass-produced technology from China. Yeah. Like I'm looking at I have all these lights, my monitor, my webcam, the microphone, my speakers, like everything is mass produced in a factory in China.
0: Yeah. I'm more just stating the facts. The matter of fact, mass production is the, you want to call it a necessary evil. That's just how the world works. I think it's a necessary
1: evil. It just needs to be done. It's tough too because it's like, yeah, there is that robber baron potential where it's like, oh, okay. Like these factories aren't safe. You might lose your arm and then that'll be that. But at the same time, then you also have unions that get so power hungry that they're basically, you know, you got someone pushing a mop making 90 grand. It's like, how can a company, you know, exist? That like way. That? Yeah. yeah. So it's balance. I mean, it's just you got to keep you got to keep trying. Um yeah. Dildo is a great point, dude. This it was such nonsense. I remember when that passed, bro. In California, they pass the a bill that stipulates you only need to put a small opening with mash wire on your chicken factory farm to get the organic tag because you get air circulation. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, it was. There's a lot of loopholes like that in the food thing, and it was like they still do a lot of terrible processes. Like a lot of the factory farm chickens all have their beaks cut off, eesh, because they peck. Yeah, and that makes. And when they're in really tight uh, quarters like that, like they're gonna peck at each other a lot. Probably kill some of Jesus. them because it's not natural to be like that. Yeah, I mean that's why. That's why there is a lot of virtue in like real, genuine free range food. Yeah, you know, like really and spending the extra food. money. Yeah. It's, or going to yeah, farmers
0: markets, all the other stuff.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't do it all the time. I try to, but it is expensive. I mean, the you know, even buying like a steak from the supermarket here, like a good steak, like USDA prime or whatever, still like fifteen, sixteen bucks.
0: Yeah, and I mean, you don't know. I mean, that organic shit, like you guys were just talk about the factory chicken. A lot of that shit is can be bunk. Um, but you know, I don't know about the EU's factory farming regulations.
1: I'm not sure if that's a better middle ground. They don't like- do shit. That they don't do not, their practices are much different than ours.
0: And so that's something that you're right. The EU is able to figure it out. Maybe we mm. can adopt better
1: practices and should adopt better practices. I think we should. I don't know. Like, I haven't heard much. Like, there was a movement for a while with the food industry. Like, yeah. I was going to these, like, talks and there were all these documentaries. And then that just. I all saw some of... too
0: myself. Yeah. Was it Fork Over Knives and all that other shit? Talking yeah. About yeah. Food Inc. Yeah. Industry, food right? Inc. Yeah, yeah. That was. It was like. I need to rewatch those because I actually I was watching all that shit at time when I was losing weight because I was trying to like mentally brainwash, like really unbrainwash myself I should say from the addiction of eating food junk food yeah, and like junk food and really like hey look what you're actually eating look at how toxic it is for you and how toxic it is for the animal and everything else. That's yeah, really I, it's the incredible
1: disturbing. Slaughtering animals in the best of circumstances is still a very brutal thing. Yeah, like slaughterhouses are horrifying. Yeah, like I don't, I don't, I don't know how a person could work in an environment like that.
0: But I mean, shit, there's a lot of environments we say about that we need for society to run.
1: Oh yeah, we need it. Like I, I have like a lot of conflicted <sighs> feelings about it because like there are times when I do feel a little guilty eating meat. Like I just feel like this thing died. It's a living
0: creature, and I just got it for four ninety nine. You know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah, I feel weird about it sometimes. Like, I try not to like dwell on it too much because it will fuck with you.
0: Yeah, man. That's why you got to smoke weed and drink to cope with everything.
1: No, I'm just joking. But like, hey,
0: man, that's the thing. The world is a it's not a nice, nice and tidy, neat place.
1: No, it's not.
0: It's really dark. It's really fucked up. Living, the process of trying to live requires a little bit of brutality. You know what I mean?
1: Unfortunately. I mean, it's a brutal world. I mean, that's the thing, too, I guess, that, like, I don't really go with, like, the vegans or, like, that type of thing either. Because it's, like, the idea that, like, not eating animals is, like, more ethical. It's, like, well, animals eat other animals. Like, it's not, like, it's just the natural way of the world. So, I don't really go, I'm not, like, uh, what's the word, like, um, orthodox about it. but. Mm -hmm. I do still, it still does just fuck with my head sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. And then you should, I mean, there's lots you can talk about even, uh, fruit and vegetables about first the GMO shit, the, how fucked up that stuff is that we're feeding Oh, eat just, uh, just eat soy. Like, uh, I don't know. Mm. And even soy, doesn't that have a negative, uh, impact? Why yeah. These things? It raises
1: Stop. your estrogen in men.
0: Yeah, no, I'm talking about. I'm, well, I'm, I know soy has a negative impact on your body, but I mean the farming of it. I think has like a
1: does something,
0: or just the creation of it. I can't remember. Like the process has a negative.
1: Well, there is no, there is no like magic secret. Like so, a lot of vegans like to purport that quinoa, uh, like yeah. is you get all your amino acids that you get from eating meat. You know, from quinoa, and that's true. However. The demand for quinoa went up so high that the indigenous peoples in South America that have been subsisting over it for thousands of years could no longer afford it. Oh. So there is no magic solution. It's There's a consequence for everything. Yeah.
0: Jeez, that sucks. That's uh, crazy. Yeah,
1: yeah it's, it's bad. And, like, you know, it just even just farming, like vegetable farming, like it's a lot of land, it's a lot of space. Mm-hmm. It's not, you can't have wildlife on that land. So you have to, you know, yeah. Off. It's, yeah. There's no magic solution to like you know living a nice life and being alive. It's hard. It's like it's it, there's a balance to it all. Of it.
0: Yeah, especially when you're talking about millions and millions of people, in you know one space, whether it's a city, uh, state, or country, regardless of the size, you're talking about lots and lots of people using whatever amount of resources, and so people have to try to make it as much of as much of an efficient process. Of those resources existing, the supply and demand of it all is possible, and so as a result, oh, that's quinoa. See, I, I heard it. I've seen that uh,
1: word. I yeah. said it. Okay. I, and I mean, yeah, I totally had that thing for a while. There's the uh, there's that berry from South America that was all the rage. That was like curing cancer or whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah, like yeah. A- a- Acai.
1: Yeah, but it looked yeah. like a Kai.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. I'm like, oh, I've seen that word. I've heard quinoa. Did not know what they were. Same thing. Now I do. It's clicked. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And sentient dildo, good point. Uh, The notion that veganism will save the environment is total bullshit.
0: Total bullshit. Absolutely. Yeah, deforestation, water, all that stuff.
1: Absolutely. And yeah, like, yeah, monoculture crops. Absolutely. It's like, if you drink the amount of, they did the breakdown, the the amount of gallons of water for one almond. Yeah. Out, it's in. It's in. It's like what? And so, if you're drinking almond milk, you know how much water went into making that. Yeah. Like, there's a finite amount of that stuff too. That's why it's like there is no, that that virtue about being vegan is bullshit. You absolutely. You make a dietary choice. You're not better than anybody.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. Because again, everything has to happen to fucking scale. It has to happen to what the tune of millions and millions and billions of people. So Mm -hmm. once you're doing like that's why when there's less people and they're just doing their own thing, you're doing your own hunting, you're doing your own farming, you're just doing it for your family and and people around you, you can't make the same um environmental impact. You know what I mean? But no, that's a, true. But, but I, I mean, we're talking about then, a degraded society in that point.
1: Then and also then everyone's a hunter gatherer again or like a yeah. farmer and it's like we can't do this. There's no time to do this. You have yeah. to, be out, you know what I mean. You have to be tilling the fields and, you know, like storing roots in the cellar. Like it's like then your whole life becomes trying to survive on food and, you know, that's not really like you said. Can't put the toothpaste sack in the tube for that one. No, or well, none of this. And then you can't have doctors. I mean, you can't have like specialists because yeah. they they're, they're too worried about trying to eat. You can, you know what I mean. You can't. There is a there is a benefit to it as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's no air. There's no airplane uh, technicians if they have to farm.
0: Exactly. So this is why, unfortunately, the best system as a species, all seven billion of us, you uh, Poor,
1: poor! I'm fucking ruining Courtney's day. I'm so fu- I'm so sorry. She's like, she goes through these phases of eating uh, bad. She goes, thanks for reminding me. Now I'm not going to eat meat. And then she goes, thanks, Matt. That's all I drink, the, the almond milk. So she can't uh, have dish. the dairy milk. I'm going to feel bad eating it forever now. <laughs> no. I'm sorry, Courtney. <laughs> these are just the facts. Just the reality of life, man. Sentient knows his shit, dude. He really does. He says, our main problem is not food production. It's food distribution. The amount of food that goes to waste annually. They... Bro. I've worked in food service my whole life. We throw out so much food. And I work in a place that's pretty cool about it. Like, we compost. And, you know, we try to reuse as much food. That's cool. But sometimes, I mean, at the end of the night, we'll have, like, a big tray, like a pan, like a deep pan full of... Like fresh focaccia, that is the best bread ever, and it just goes right in the garbage.
0: Jesus, and, it happens and I all know the that. Time. Yeah, every place does. I remember back in the days with, uh, you know a greedier, chubbier—well, probably the same mom chubby—vigilante uh, man. We used to go to like uh, pizza places right when they were closing and, and get hookups on the pieces they were going to throw out and just buy, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, get like four or five pieces for like no money at all almost because they were about to throw them out so that was the thing to do then they stopped doing that for probably for you know legal
1: money health money yeah i mean there was this documentary i saw called dive that was about these people who were like dumpster divers but they Mm -hmm. would go to supermarkets and i mean the amount of meat they would take (sighs) out of the i mean it was like crazy it was like Pounds and pounds and pounds of meat, like that, they were just gonna go out because you know it has to have an expiration, so it's like it's, it's a disturbing amount of unnecessary food that's made. That's why I don't believe it's a population issue at all. Yeah, the it, it's really, I think, what it comes well, down to is, is economics. Like, if they just didn't true. have government lower than the prices of feed, then these things wouldn't be a problem. Like, the, nat- the natural market would take care of it.
0: There's something to that. I, the reason I say there's a slight population issue is a, like a lot of the the pricing issue when you have an economic issue that 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 prices people into to certain things so if people were priced i, I mean we're overeating so much in the west we can probably use to be priced out of eating so much right we could probably handle that at this point where we are but okay. if you're talking about previous points to this how we got here man, we went through a Great Depression. So, like, getting a fucking loaf of bread for 15 cents in that day was like, oh, shit, I spent 15 whole cents on this? You know what I mean? And that's what led to the drive of, how do we figure out to get this bread a little bit cheaper? And then that, that snowball of getting something cheaper and getting something more accessible just goes haywire. So we're probably past the point where it's a population issue now, especially in the West. But, like, population the population rose because somebody could get a, a loaf of bread for a reasonable price.
1: Yeah, but it's the government subsidies that oh, yeah. create that create this excess because it's an unnatural market. Like the market yeah. should not be flooded like this because the price of corn and all this stuff shouldn't be subsidized by the government. I, I. agree with I. that. Us, we yeah give, we give money to companies that make profit to subsidize the cost of this corn. That's something I never hear any politician talk about. Left, right, up, down. I never hear anyone You'll talk n- and about. You will never this. will. It's ridiculous. And it's not just the corn industry, too, the sugar industry, mm-hmm. uh, produce. Like so much stuff is subsidized by the government and that's why you get this low quality, high yield, like just an unrealistic and unnatural product because it's the government's getting fucking involved.
0: Yeah. Hey, I don't disagree that there are, um, you know, data suggests we can feed $20 and we fix our distribution. Hey, I I definitely think we can do a lot more and that that money is a major issue. Money and government, because when you say government, you're you're really talking about hiring employees for major corporations, regardless of of party. You're talking about because of the lobbying system that we have and just the generic way powerful people work. Government employees, despite how all the money they control, that is ours, and all the money that they get make, that is ours. They're really employees of corporations who want things to be a certain way. So, uh, yeah, man, I, I think
1: 100. percent There's
0: definitely a middle ground. I'm not trying to be so hard as to say, you know, we have to do. We definitely don't have to do this shit this way. There's definitely a more ethical way that's being blocked by
1: powerful people in general. Mm-hmm. absolutely agreed um i got one more story it's a little fun uh yeah let's it's, say it's a fun though mm. yeah, Pressing everybody uh, and it ties in with food and weed there you go so we're, we're, we're a perfect segue i mean i really just I, I gotta just congratulate myself on being really good at my job oh you just yourself uh, <laughs> well i came the, uh, with the article uh florida bride and caterer arrested for lacing wedding food with weed
0: see this is what I'm, we were talking about people going too far they should be arrested bro you can't be doing that shit
1: I agree. You shouldn't be drugging people. I worked an event uh, that was like a a cannabis event. And they were passing out these like edibles like with food and they weren't telling people there was weed in them. Whoa. Yeah. And it was just because it was a mistake. by you know, it was just a logistical, stupid choice, like our lack there of like lack of oversight. It wasn't like they were trying to trick people, but it was like the chefs did not make a point to let the servers know to say that. I was that's... working the event and I didn't even know that that was the case. And people were like ODing. Whoa,
0: yeah, because you just
1: eat 20 brownies like you're a fat fuck and then you all of a sudden start seeing the the well, spirit what? world. It wasn't just brownies, it was like just hors d'oeuvres and shit. It was just normal food that's being passed around at this event that had a brownies as an expression. Just, you know what I mean? You start well, no, eating everything and you start but, seeing shit that you're not supposed to see. Yeah, like, you don't want to, like, and people aren't used to that, especially if, you know, you just dose yourself on, like, you know, 20 grams of edible pot. Like, that's a lot, man. <laughs> oh, shit.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: I didn't even think about
0: the, the amounts in, in a sitting. Like, because when people say, oh, you know, weed's not unhealthy. They're talking about the amount of weed that the average person consumes in an average sitting. That is not it. You know what I mean? You're not mm-hmm. going to ever... Have like you said twenty grams of weed within an hour of uh, like that's not normal that's beyond
1: yeah. the pale. Yeah. Uh, all right. So this wedding went up in smoke. Ah, the New York <laughs> Post so clever, even though it was edibles. Uh, a Florida bride and her caterer were busted for spiking food served at a, fr- a February wedding with pot, including weed-laced lasagna. Officials said after eating the marijuana baked goods at the February nineteenth nuptial, several guests at Longwood, Florida, bash suddenly felt staggered and stoned and called nine one one. I think some people thought they were having heart attacks. Like, that's crazy. Some guests were. Did I lose your Vidge? Oh, sounds like I lost Vidge a little bit. All right. Some guests were so overcome by the edibles that they began vomiting and demanded to be transported to the local hospital. The bride, Danya Glenny, 42, denied having re- requested the reefer-based recipes, and the cops said the catering crew had already left the premises. Several irate attendees pursued the case. Investigators collected samples of everything from the lasagna and brownies to chocolate-covered strawberries and alcoholic pudding shots. After a probe, deputies arrested Glennie and her caterer Jocelyn Bryant of Jocelyn's Southern Kitchen in connection with the incident. Sheesh. Dude, that's, that's fucking crazy. Like, I've worked a lot of weddings. It, there's a lot of, like, grandmothers and shit.
0: Yeah! And
1: like,
0: <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. All these, you know, elderly people who just... Yes,
1: fucked up, man. What a lo- like! How do you do that to people, man? Like that's crazy.
0: But I mean, staring at this, and at least it's not a racial thing, but it's going to be a gender one, huh? But staring at this, both look like they're in outer space, man.
1: Right? It's the bride, especially.
0: That's yeah, the one I- on
1: the left. She looks like a kook.
0: Yeah, man. She's not here anymore. I yeah. mean, I I know it's not. But, like, she looks like she
1: accidentally MK'd herself, man. Like, she looks like she's on another planet. I mean, that bitch definitely, like, has crystals in her house. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, so man. She sages her car every day. Like, she, she's, you know. What's that
0: shit? Uh, some ah, oh, some little instance. I remember Kyrie earned that. Yeah, sage, some, it, smudging. There was sage, but there's other instances outside sage. You do the same thing. Oh. That smudging shit that you were talking about, but it's a different... I was trying to think of it like, not witch age, something else.
1: Something like that. Yeah. Something like that.
0: I was trying to add to the yeah. joke, but I can't
1: think. No, she, of she definitely has like copper, you know what I mean? Oh, this yeah. is a metal that brings good energy. <laughs> she this has is cit- one for prosperity.
0: <laughs> she has citrine and shit like that. She subscribes
1: house. to goop. Absolutely. Yes! <laughs> 100%. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, so she did. She'll actually talk to Jesus because she'll be in the spirit realm, man.
1: Yeah, for she'll real. Like-
0: she'll be like hey you're not supposed to be here yet you should calm down
1: get back to earth because yeah that's cr- that's fu- that's nuts dude rate was increasing and accelerating
0: i think people thought they were having heart attacks
1: they were having panic attacks that's how this woman feels after she felt drugged at her friend's wedding and now the bride and her caterer are facing charges it's a wild story The similar. i like that news lady see this is what we talked well, about I shouldn't be uh, I shouldn't be commenting on the looks of news ladies. That's not on the oh, Jesus. Oh Jesus! Because if no. I say that, then now Martha Sugalaski's is going to be wondering whether people are sexualizing her on the other side of the screen. Talk about storyline that would never die. <laughs> no, it won't. I took down that arcane video, by the way. I couldn't Did take you? the hate. I couldn't take it anymore. You <laughs>
0: had just... to though, yeah, man. I haven't looked at mine because I still have one up, and you know I don't look at shit. I'm sure there's still comments because every now and again, I will. And it's like, people are still commenting on this shit. Chill out.
1: Yeah, I just I couldn't I would just get negative comments all day. And I'm like, all right, I just I'm not going to respond to any of them. I still think my point is 100 percent valid. I don't know what you guys are talking about. A 12 year old knocking out a 300 pound man is ridiculous. uh, And you know why they did it. And I'm like, all right, I don't care. I'm done with this fight. You know, fuck it sheriff's office is investigating what happened. One of the guests spoke exclusively to channel line's Ashley Edlin about feeling like she was actually dying and Ashley's live outside the sheriff's office. Ashley, she says it didn't just happen to her.
0: No, many guests. Greg, we spoke to off-camera who just weren't comfortable talking to
1: us today for this story. Told us they started to feel sick at the reception on the dance floor, dizzy even. They said they didn't know what was going on until they started
0: to look around them and realized they were not alone.
1: Jesus, the news they were, sucks. No- <laughs> they were not alone. What is with the drama? Just tell me the fucking story. That's the
0: that's the format, man. You've been using 50, 60 years.
1: I hate the news. Hate it. Nineteenth at the Springs in Longwood was supposed to be a happy day for Miranda, Katie, and her friends. We're all hot. just enjoying and celebrating our
0: friends. Isn't excited. this? Wait, wait, wait! Celebrity. Pause. You said she's kind of hot. Isn't that the same crazy space bitch, or is that a different mm-hmm.
1: girl? Uh, I was a crazy space bitch.
0: See, that's the problem. She's you know, before sexy. once we end this, I, 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 before we leave, I gotta talk about simping with you because I talked about it yesterday, and I didn't really get your take on the simp. My, my take on simp, So we'll,
1: we'll keep him moving. We've talked about Sims. We're all just enjoying and celebrating our friend's success, celebrating their friend Dania Glenny's nuptials on the dance floor, having fun, catching the bouquet, (laughs) until something went horribly wrong at the happy occasion. I just started feeling a little bit. I we get it. Okay and there's nothing new we got it okay it fucked up story fuck that is crazy of... man that goes that woman's out of her mind how do you do you dose your family and friends that's the thing. it might be some some saucy
0: details that we didn't know but no that's fucked up that's beyond that's fucked up. i don't see like it's one thing if you're having like maybe i couldn't see a wedding a wedding's just not the place you can have a get together amongst potheads and everybody knows what's going on. Hey, we're having some weed brownies. You guys should come over sort of thing.
1: But to Hey, a the- uh, little bit of breaking news. Yeah? Not a big deal. But uh, Daniela, she uh, had her first, like, booked set. Hey! Set. Cool. Yeah, she's in, in Dallas right now. Uh, and she just texted me and said her set went, set went way better than expected. So
0: Look at her. She's a professional some- comedian.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. send Daniela some pro. love. She's on social media. Give her a little yeah, yeah. Nice shouts.
0: Yeah, Courtney. If you're expecting me to look on Twitter, I'm I'm absolutely sorry. I check my Twitter a few times a month, if that. I don't. If really. that. Yeah, man. Sorry. Uh, but okay. My theory on simping, and I said it in the stream. It's now detached or whatever, and hopefully we'll have a part of it on Patreon. But um, my theory on simping is. Make no mistake, there is a physical component, there's a sexuality component. You see a hot girl, you look, you're like, yeah, you want some of that. But when we're talking about like hardcore actual simping, not just, oh man, she's kind of hot. Simping, it comes from an emotional need. It comes from an emotional place. And the the my huge evidence is why does OnlyFans exist? Why do Twitch dots exist when the hub and like-minded sites are 100 percent free? <clears throat> Because people are paying for that parasocial connection. You you even brought it up to me with the fucking Pokemon because she's, you know, she's cute. She's extra cute. Is that a fuck you to the Patreon?
1: Yeah, we haven't even promoted it, and we're getting grief. Yeah, anyway. it's,
0: Patreon is great, man. You guys are missing out. But um, yeah, man, people are paying for the emotional connection. And so simping is, a, is, as much as this physical, you know, the milkshake brings the boys to the yard, but it's that emotional deficit that men try to fill with women that leads to them deprioritizing their, the, uh, everything and pedestalizing women to such a toxic amount.
1: Yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. I mean, I, yeah. I, I think that's precisely what it is. I mean, that uh, it's been studied. Like, I was listening to Chris Williamson talk about it, and it mm-hmm. is, it's like men in these OnlyFans, Twitch streamer things, they kind of have this, like, emotion like a girlfriendy kind of thing because mm-hmm. full disclosure i have i have opened OnlyFans a few times whoa i have i didn't like it it didn't feel right it just yeah. felt it was just gross because it's like you just when you on the surface you're like oh, i'm just paying to see this chick's nudes like whatever i want to see her nude like it's like five bucks all right whatever i don't yeah. I, I like i don't love it but i'm like all right yeah. you know especially like if i Already followed her on Instagram. I used to follow so many Instagram hoes. I had to stop that. It's <laughs> yeah, unhealthy. unhealthy. It is. Bad. I mean, Instagram became a porn app. I was like, this is not good for me. It's like um, that for
0: a lot of men. I'm not on Instagram, but that's a common thing.
1: Yeah, but I, so I would. uh Actually, I know, am. Follow me. Go ahead. So I would uh look up, you know, like whomever. Like there was this girl, Haley Cox. Fuck, mm-hmm. dude. Fucking insanely <coughs> sexy girl. Uh But then like. You, it wasn't just it wasn't just signing up for porn. It was you would get like messages from her, and she would like it'd be like a private video or whatever, and she'd be like fifty bucks to see this or whatever, and you're like, oh, I feel like I'm like in Vegas and like a hooker's trying to sh- you know shake me down. Well,
0: you and are then, it is the, the, the thing.
1: Yeah, and they would be like really you know they'd be hey sugar hey honey like they would be like really sweet <laughs> as if you know y'all had this relationship. I was like oh my god like this is gross like it, it's I, but i guess it's like you know you kind of you go to a strip club right and that's the relationship you get there
0: yeah but see right? i never was a strip club guy i went to one strip club one time on my 18th birthday never again
1: i'm not saying you where i'm talking but about are you talking grand, about the thing yeah yeah, yeah yeah like the grander conversation like that's kind of what you're paying for right you're paying for some fake some affection some sexual interaction like you know it's that's the
0: yeah. that's the business yeah, yeah. I guess the thing, strip clubs have existed before. And my thought is, when you look at OnlyFans or The Hub, like, on- The <laughs> Hub is easier to access than OnlyFans because you don't have to pay anything. You don't have to sign up. You just Google or just go to The Hub directly and search, and there it is. Or even on the, the home screen, there it is. And, you know, that there's no effort needed where people still, you know, they go through the effort of signing up. And paying and being invested in their OnlyFans girl. And it comes from this. And I'm not just in the OnlyFans space. Just in general, why why men will simp in dating. It comes from an emotional place. It's always in that beauty. There is that uh, halo effect. Don't get me wrong. That, you know, you see a beautiful woman and you ascribe, you know, more attributes to her than exists. You know what I mean? That does happen.
1: Absolutely, you project on this whole wonderful personality and all these good things, and then yeah, like before you've even spoken with her, you just you know imagine good things about her. What? Oh, lost him again. Um. Yeah, so I don't know. I I I agree with you there, Vidge. I I think uh, you're making some good points there, and it's I mean it's kind of sad ultimately
0: yeah sorry cia was trying to get me I fucked oh, them okay. off. no big um,
1: deal but like what you're saying about like uh, the difference i think with only fans is like with strip clubs they're used to there's like a stigma to being a stripper mm-hmm. socially right like you could make that decision but people would kind of like say snide things about you or kind of you know there'd be a, a degree of shame involved yeah you know like for the exchange of all that money and uh porn as well but now that that's all kind of being lifted uh and girls are encouraged to like you know be a boss bitch and it's like oh well, if you don't have any skill sets oh, don't say
0: that That's all happened to cam newton go ahead what what are you talking about he He said something about quote unquote boss bitches and they were talking about it even at espn and he was toxic toxic masculinity no,
1: of course but he's right probably i don't know what yeah said, he, but... he was he was just talking about but you it... know you're a boss bitch you can't even cook Right, right. There's the, like exactly, and it, it's like so. Then what can you do? Well, you have assets. You can do it on OnlyFans, and the thing about OnlyFans is it's a relatively, like there is a paywall. So it's not just public. It's not like someone can just Google your mm-hmm. nudes. You know what I mean? Like you have to, uh, you know, you got to jump through some hoops. You got to sign yeah. up. You got to give your credit card. So like there's a level of protection there where she doesn't have to be fully exposed as an OnlyFans girl.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure you know Haley Cox. That may be the name on birth certificate, but I highly doubt it. I
1: don't know.
0: I don't know, but you but the idea you could use a stage name, you can come up with a little bit of a persona. It's a little bit easier to hide, and it's being destigmatized just by the whole you know, feminism equals you know whore yourself out, which well because it's, it's
1: anti male really at its core because basically what it's doing is like all right we can't get rid of the fact that men have these like sexual desires but we can monetize it so <laughs> yeah.
0: exp- capitalism them.
1: is failed.
0: That's what this stream is about, the failure of capitalism. Time for the hammer and sickle.
1: Um, oh, Uh. Courtney sent me an article. Yeah. Um. Well, I can't read it, though.
0: Uh, why is Cam Newton uh, still a ho, man of war? Is it because of that damn fumble in the Super Bowl that he looked at and stared at instead of did anything to, to go after? He kind of gave up on his team in that moment, and his career has kind of been downhill ever since. But outside of that, I man, what, what makes them all?
1: I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I liked Cam Newton. I mean, yeah, he's. I I mean, I didn't really care one way or the other. He's a hell of an athlete.
0: Yeah. yeah. And we're not whoring behind the Patreon wall. If anything, uh, we, we, what we are is the what what ended up happening and has happened, and why you guys check it out. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> it's <okay. laughs>
1: it is. It is. That's why. No. I'll just wrap it up.
0: But uh, we've kind of developed our craft using Patreon. To be fair, mm-hmm. that's what ended up happening. Is we ended up using the Patreon to get become better
1: at whatever the hell this is. Because it's di- it's different behind the Patreon. Like for one, like Vidge is a little more forthcoming with personal stuff because he doesn't feel as uh, vulnerable to yeah. it being used against him in his professional life. And uh, secondly, there's no all due respect. There's no chat. So it's like when we're talking, whatever we're talking, it's also interacting with the chat. It's kind of it's, it's a little little mentally distracting, to be honest. Like you kind of you look at the chat, you try to have a conversation, you're reading things as they're coming up. When we're doing just the Patreon show behind the paywall, we're just hanging out talking. Like it's just it's just more like a podcast vibe, and I think it's created terrific content. Like I'm yeah. really proud of what we're doing behind the Patreon. Now I know I need to be making a greater effort to put clips of that stuff out there because it's just it's so good but no one's seeing it because it's behind the paywall so it's just kind of dying back there and not no one I mean all due respect to uh Courtney and such and all that but um there is kind of like it is so we're working on it but I don't know if y'all like this show I think you should check out the Patreon we're doing great stuff
0: yeah and we, got, we just got a fucking super chat which I appreciate man <laughs> Sorry, interesting because I don't see
1: any improvement <laughs>
0: Yeah, of course, of course, you know. Hey, how much less culture war was it? That's the improvement. That's an improvement. It wasn't We're not just, just
1: bitching. Haven't even mentioned like Star Wars. So there we go. You know, <laughs> that's an improvement.
0: Jesus, we mentioned Disney. I think I may have used the term Star Wars in reference to Disney yeah. once. Okay, but yeah, you... yeah,
1: but we didn't just go down bounding and like I, I have a bunch of other articles that <laughs> like you know. I could have brought up, like, about the Thor trailer or, uh, you know, like, what else? The Grand Theft Auto not having trans people in it anymore. And uh, we, I I don't know. I think we're doing pretty good.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's funny. When we were talking about a lot of stuff, even behind, you know, not even on the paywall or whatever, just as we talked about it, we talked about potentially rebranding. Our own Man of War has uh, some ideas. And actually, I could copy and paste this. I can't my phone. Oh my God, phone! There we go. All right. If as I wait for it to shop, show up in the chat for six sixty five, Man of War, six sixty five, Neighbor of the Beast uh, has some branding advice. He says, "Silly me, I forgot how this works. Since you two are having a defense of fandom slash culture war burnout, here's a suggestion for a new name for the show: The Fence
1: Rider." <laughs> what a dick. What? we're not like since what are we capitulating it's not like we're shills for Disney now we're just sick of talking about it no all hail
0: the mouse Disney is king stop being bigots
1: you're all white supremacists give us money I like that business model a lot better it, it's working for Disney I guess well, I guess it seems not. to be lucrative I don't know yeah no it's, it's really not we, we defend first of all we've said it you don't need us to do that (laughs) there's enough people out there who make it their living and do it very well and they are invested in the fight and they can spend time reading all these articles and they have got you know a network of fans that send them stuff like it's i have nothing but respect for all those guys i i'm not necessary in that fight i don't think and i'm not getting any joy out of it i'm just bummed out all the time and i you know i'm doing this as a hobby i want it to be fun
0: Yeah. Hey, I mean, if we were, you know, these great big old YouTubers making tons of money, maybe we would just be like, oh, Disney woke. Disney's woke again today, guys. They made somebody else black, lesbian and gay and and trans today, guys.
1: Yeah, it's just it's I don't know. And it's like I I don't I didn't like how it made me feel like that would like wake up and like troll bounding. Or like the internet for like a story to get upset about. And I'm like, I just and also like <laughs> it's gonna be covered by like thirty other channels with a thousand times more subs than me who you know what I mean, are gonna do it better. Like it's like there's just no reason for me. I, I need to carve my own niche, all due respect yeah. to them and to everyone. It's just I'm not necessary to be one of those guys. I'm just not.
0: Yeah, man. We all we're all trying to find our way in this crazy ass world. You know what I mean? We would have never went into as long as we were talking about factory farming and all the shit that's going on over there, and we had to, sort of differing opinion. I don't think we're fence writers. I don't so. think.
1: I, I think he's just poking fun. I know he's
0: fuck, poking with us, but they say the truth is said in jest. Uh, so there's, you know, I I just think the I'm, and I don't think I'm leaving. We're not totally leaving the culture world. We still talked about Ezra Miller and DeSantos and Disney, and we still talk about the stuff you know what it is? We talked about the subject and we didn't plan it. There was no messages in the back. We got to both of those subjects in 30 minutes. And I'm like, we have an hour and a half to go. So we just ran with it without having to communicate. We just both saw, hey, we're, two, we're through the two main subjects. I told my little weed story on was extra 10 minutes. We got almost another hour and a half of this fucking show. Let's just talk about other shit. And we just did it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I still think, you know, there's a pessimism problem, um, but, you know, it, it is what it is. I mean, I think we're just we're just kind of working our way through this YouTube thing, and, and you know, I, I hope it doesn't disappoint you or whatever. But yeah, because,
0: you know, I want you to enjoy it, but at the same time, Yeah,
1: man. I just don't have the stomach for it anymore, and plus, it's like, I'm so black-pilled on all of it. I'm like, yeah, it's woke. Yeah, just what else is fucking new? Yeah. Like, I, I don't even want to talk about it. Like, even, like, drink, like, I don't even look at, like, critical drinker stuff anymore. I'm like, ah, just... He so, put out a video of Star Wars has a man problem. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. Uh, man of Wars says, don't have to explain yourselves to the likes of me. It just sounds like you've been gargling R&B's gravy. Today.
0: You know what? I got a counterpoint. And my counterpoint is some of, some of the motherfuckers at large are way too invested in this damn culture war. Like, there's more to life than libs and, you know, woke. There is. There's more to it. There's 24 hours of the day. We get so many hours. We get so many days until we're not on this fucking rock anymore. And I cannot spend the majority. Here's here's another uh, quote It's targeted if you ain't making you rich. If I was eating like everybody else, you would see 15 videos a fucking day. You understand that? Because it is about money. As we elegantly discussed about everything else we were talking about, it is about money. So if I was making tons of bank, I would be just as guilty as everybody else. I don't begrudge anybody for making the money. I don't begrudge anyone for making entertainment. Hey, and I don't begrudge you guys for saying, you know what? This is what I want. I want to hear shit about that. That's fair. We're going to talk about it sometimes. It's not the main attraction, which we're still discovering. We're still trying to figure this this, this YouTube thing out, like uh, Matt just said. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> well, I mean, you are the neighbor to be, so I get it. Your neighbors rubbing off on you, man. No, I love Matt Moore though. <laughs> I love and, and I I don't feel like I'm gargling RMB's gravy because I, it's funny you know we had him as a guest he was all nice we mm-hmm. got kind of combative with him yeah uh, we, we
1: pushed back not combative push just, yeah
0: this this push back push back is a yeah. good yeah. word and Courtney push said back it's work.
1: a good stream so
0: yeah but no I do want to explain because hey we you know we love you guys as the audience we I, I I do get the idea that hey you know you did come here for culture war and it's like going to a peace place and say ah we don't really do peace anymore. Chinese food. It's like even if the the food's good. It's not what you came for.
1: So kind of why I was talking about rebranding because I was just like maybe because yeah. we're not really doing that anymore.
0: And I, my my thought, which I'm not opposed to rebranding, uh, has kind of you know led into my, my uh, the, the super chat. I just think you know we do talk about culture in large. Hell, even the mm-hmm. factory farming thing that's a cultural issue. It's not a yeah. pop culture yeah. issue. But it is a cultural issue. We, we've rambled. I've been rambling on solo streams. We've rambled on a couple streams about the dating thing. That's a cultural thing, not pop that's culture. True. And true. so that's where I'm like, I don't know. We're still kind of culture crime fighting. Just not pop culture crimes. Just culture at large perhaps.
1: <laughs> Sentient Ditto came to the Expanse streams and stayed <laughs> in me. Any way I can pick up fans is fine.
0: (laughs) So, I mean, it's worth having this discussion because you you guys are a part of it. You guys have helped build
1: us to where we are, and we're trying to go in a
0: slightly different direction. Uh, But I guess my pushback is like, hey, I'm starting to not see things in left versus right and woke versus base. You know what I mean? I'm not even looking at the world like that. It's like when you see the ones and the zeros. I do remember McDonald's pizza. That is a great comp, yeah. This is, you know, I get it. This is this might be McDonald's pizza, at first. But then, if we, you know, in six months from now, if we just if if McDonald's pizza was good, if they made it to a higher enough standard, it would have worked. It didn't because, you know. It
1: and by and by the way, I do still see the world that way. We <laughs> do? definitely do, yeah. But it's not making me happy to constantly point it out. So I, I need to figure out a new way to deal with it. Like I need to yeah form, form it into comedy or talk about something else. But it's just like it's making me an unlikable person. Yeah. Even more than I already am. And so I don't, uh, I don't want to do it anymore. I just I really don't. And I just don't. I don't have the passion to to talk about it anymore. Like I just. I don't know. It just makes me sad now. Yeah. Just, I'm just like, you put on the new Star Wars, and I'm just like, oh. Well, you
0: already know how I see the world. And that's, you know, you kept fucking with me about it. Man. I know. <laughs> Your face, it was so <laughs> exhausted. It was so exhausted with the, oh, I get it. So you already know. But that even man. that, you know, I'm at a point, because I've been researching conspiracy theory shit for so fucking long in my life. It's all kind of a joke. That's why I make jokes about it, because it's like, what are you going to do? Again, do? man. The, the the amount of time i have on this rock we call earth it one thing one side effect of this this pandemic to go back on that one side effect of this fucking uh pandemic was it made me very conscious that i'm not going to live forever and very conscious of the fact like i have a finite amount of time on this earth and i don't know how long it is and i do want to be more conscious of the quality of that time Rather spent with family, rather it's, hey, I like doing a lot of YouTube stuff, hanging out with you guys. Um, rather spent talking about stuff I want to talk about. I love Delegate um, Park cars. I used to go I used to be a panel member of the show for months. I don't I stopped doing it because it was just it was fucking with me. Some of the stories yeah. we did.
1: It's a bummer, man. And last week, uh, last Friday, like on the cocktail lounge, Mm -hmm. we didn't talk any culture war the whole time, and it was great. It was a fun hang, and I'm like, I'm happy with that. You know what I mean? That makes me feel good. Like I like the idea of just like relating to people and then telling stories and just hanging out, fucking around. Like I I just, I think I just like it a little bit more than, you know, it being like it's something I'll still talk about. Like I still will bring it up, but I it can't be my thing.
0: Yeah, and since you oh my God, you and me both, those are on the way. You will have live music streams of me being a shitty musician and messing around with beats. They will and thank, happen.
1: And thank you, Courtney, for the compliments. You're being very kind in the, uh, in the chat there, saying it should not come for the culture war, it comes for both your personalities. Thank you very much.
0: There we go. And that you know what? That's what we're trying to build.
1: For real. Is, is hey,
0: the personality, it
1: doesn't matter what we talk about. Honestly. Which is a big swing coming from us. But that's got to be the end game. Two unlikable pricks, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what?
0: All right, we got to go. We got to go. I got to go. I gotta eat. I was yeah. gonna say,
1: if you're going to bring up another point, I'm just going to turn the camera off. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. No, I'm fucking
0: no. I was going to ask, when did you realize you were unlikable? Because I remember around realizing, I'm an asshole.
1: I don't know. Just the years of people not liking me, I think. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I used to it's- think I was likable. And at some point in my 20s, I'm like, no, i not. I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm not. on like me? I'm not likable. So annoying. Uh, <laughs> I like, no, no, I'm not. Uh,
1: well, I'm gonna be even less likable if I can't eat. So, all right. Love everybody. i not angry.
0: All right. I gotta get the gotta queue uh the exit. All right. Peace out. Thank everybody. you all for
1: watching. We'll see you. Check out the Patreon for more content. A uh, new episode should be up soon.
0: Yeah, hopefully by tonight. If not tomorrow.
1: Yeah, we're working on it. So love y'all. All right. Peace. Bye.